2: I want to get your reaction to it now, because okay. I don't want you to leave the building. No one knows more about the subject than you do, so I want to get your reaction to what it could mean if true. And I stress if true, because this is a single source. Okay. A small town girl, in a world. This single source close to Deutsche Bank has told me that the Trump, Donald Trump's loan documents there show that he has co-signers. Yeah. and that the co-signers are Russian oligarchs.
1: I don't give a fuck. What?
2: Really? That would explain, it seems to me, every kind word Donald Trump has ever said about Russia and Vladimir Putin, if true. I doubt it. This afternoon, attorneys for the president sent us a letter asserting the story is false. They also demanded a retraction. Tonight, we are retracting the story. It wasn't ready for broadcast, and for that, I apologize.
3: You are fake
2: news. Great story. Compelling and rich.
1: You suck. Get dug out.
2: Very fake
1: news. Clubs are not gay. Info wars I agree
2: with that. Skagg
3: free, over here is.
1: Get your quad, smash your out of here. You
3: are a terrific team on all
1: counts. All right, go, go. In yeah, five, four, three. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! I'll I'll write it and we'll do it live!
0: Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can't ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Happy Labor Day weekend, everybody, uh, and all the best to our friends uh, in the southeast as they brace for Hurricane Dorian. Of course, stay safe and dry uh, down there. Plenty of news to catch up on in the meantime, including another terrible shooting in Texas this weekend. It sounds like a, a traffic stop turned into a rampage, basically. Is that what happened?
4: I think so. Uh, I mean, they didn't mention anything about his white nationalist agenda, so I have to assume that it's probably <laughs> an actually a crazy person.
0: What's true for sure is that the politics are out before the facts are. Uh, it doesn't matter what the... Especially if you ask Beto O'Rourke. Facts irrelevant. My political prescription will solve the entire issue. We'll go through uh, both the facts of the matter that are available and the political reaction to it. Quietly, somewhat quietly this week, the Justice Department uh, Inspector General's report on James Comey is released... It's fairly damning, uh, damning against the former FBI director, though uh, the Justice Department will not prosecute. We'll go through what you need to know. You heard it in the intro there. Lawrence O'Donnell on MSNBC spills some massive fa- uh, fake news and then is forced to retract.
4: Ooh. Uh,
0: and ironically, I'm going to go into additional unconfirmed reporting about maybe the source for it, because if you believe a guy on 4chan, he sent an email to Lawrence to prompt this. Now the whole controversy for Lawrence is he reported unconfirmed material. I am also reporting unconfirmed material about the origin of the of that controversy. But as Lawrence said, big if true. If true, this changes everything. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. Was it a 4chan troll that duped Lawrence? That's kind of funny if it is.
4: Two can play at that game, right? Uh,
0: and Joe Biden. Joe Biden just can't stop. We we discussed was it just last week about the best strategy for him. Uh, And I was saying that he needs to do a better job of making an affirmative case for himself. And you were kind of saying he needs to shut the hell up and I can see why. Well, he's still gaffing it up. He was busted by the Washington Post on on this false war story that he keeps telling. I guess maybe false is the wrong word, but a incorrect combination of several stories put together into one story that is not in fact true. Mm -hmm. If I want to be as fair as possible. And, um, and then he can't seem to remember Obama's name in another gaffe. And these are that's just two of them. There were several more to choose from, but we only have a limited amount of time. We'll talk about Joe, as we do every week, apparently at this, at this point. A lot of controversy on Twitter this week. The uh, Olive Garden was falsely flagged as a big-time financial supporter of Trump's re-election campaign. Yep. Uh, not true, but the boycott effort was out before the facts uh, were in. And then Jack Dorsey got hacked and the hackers posted spicy tweets about Hitler doing nothing wrong. So uh, we'll figure out how that happened. And then uh, before we get out of here, an update on the legal case against that family in Winnipeg accused of destroying their own restaurant in one of the major hoax hate cases of the year. When you were out and, uh, and Lauren Chan was, uh, was co-hosting, we actually got a meetup picture from some people in Winnipeg. And they were peering into the restaurant. The restaurant is now closed. But I don't know if you remember this one. It, it was a Jewish cafe in Winnipeg in Manitoba. And they made up this insane claim that a Nazi or several Nazis had come to the cafe after it closed, broken in, beaten up the mom to a point of unconsciousness while she was there, and spray-painted swastikas all over and left. It, it turns out that they likely did it themselves.
4: Oh, oi Did but, they? Um,
0: but uh there we we didn't necessarily know what the evidence for the case against them was and now some of the that evidence is coming out uh through the the court documents so we'll catch up with that mm-hmm. and of course we will take super chats on youtube or streamlabs in between topics 10 bucks and up on the sunday show because we are no good low down money grabbers it will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material remember you can uh, find everything show related and support the show over on the website that's MattChristensenMedia.com. And one of the many things we have over there is uh, special deals from listener-owned businesses, of course. And this week, our uh, our feature business is uh, it's our friends over at Phoenix Ammunition. Phoenix is a family-owned company dedicated to providing the highest quality American-made ammunition products for competitive shooting, tactical training, range use, or self-defense. Whatever your purpose, Phoenix has a product for you. Their goal is to ensure every American citizen has the tools needed to protect themselves and to train accordingly. Based out of Metro Detroit, Phoenix Ammunition ships to customers all across the U.S. and is proud to supply companies like Trigicon, kel and Terran Tactical Innovations. If it's good enough for those names, it is certainly good enough for me, and that's why I'm happy every time I see the UPS guy throwing out his bag, dragging a 50-pound box from Phoenix to my doorstep. Phoenix offers listeners of this show 5% off all their products using the promo code MCLISTENER. Find everything you need from Phoenix, plus special deals from all of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Sonoran Defense Technologies, charity swipes, and flyover states at mattchristensenmedia.com. Deals Deals for listeners by listeners. Well, uh, quick story before we get to the meat of the show tonight. It's a, it's a milestone for me. It's a career milestone, I would say.
4: Oh,
1: this is
0: such a nothing hit piece. It is pretty weak, but of course, what is the meme? I'm always excluded from the hit piece. I'm never in the cool kids club. All my friends are Nazis, but not me. I'm not spicy enough. I'm not controversial enough. I always get glossed over. Well, not so, at least this time, because researchers at some Brazilian college, I can't even pronounce, have produced somewhat of an academic... Quasi-hit piece, but it's what this is is a study of traffic on YouTube. Again, making the it's called auditing radicalization pathways, and it again is this sort of claim. This one tries to be data driven, but if you start watching Joe Rogan, pretty soon you're at you're at Jordan Peterson, and then all of a sudden you you get to me, and then you get to blonde, and and then boom, you're at the Nazis, as PewDiePie said when he was going through the going through the spider web of Becca Lewis's. Well, lo and behold. If you scroll down, th- this study categorizes channels into um, into what? What are the categories they have here? Let me find my name. They uh, they're alt alt right, alt light, and uh, an IDW intellectual dark web.
4: I take great offense.
0: Oh, where's because. the stupid thing? I swear to God, I'm in here. There we go. Uh, so yes, I'm listed in the intellectual dark web category along with names like Sargon. Uh, Steven Pinker Tim Pool Quillette but uh. you are also included right below in the alt-right category I think that's the biggest controversy of this entire study that you are lumped in with Sticks and Andy Worski and Lauren Chen and Dave Cullen and you are not in fact uh, among the real alt-right Nazis that are listed here Uh, So it looks like maybe you have some work to do. Maybe you have more work to do than I do.
4: I don't know. It's it's the worst kept secret online that I am badly hiding my power level. These people (laughs) have not done their research.
0: So uh, anyway, um, I know my mom and dad tune into the stream. Usually, I just want to say they can finally be very proud of me that I have made it into some sort of weird hit piece. I tried to make sense. Did you look at this weird map they have in here? Yeah,
4: it was totally convoluted. And I would like to point out that this does not count because this is a hit piece that includes literally everybody. I know. It it doesn't count. It doesn't count.
0: It seems like they were pretty exhaustive. But hey, I got to I got to. This is the only feather I have to put in my cap. I have to I have to count this one at least. And thanks to everybody who emailed it to me.
4: I got Media week. Matters this week.
0: Oh, that's right. I forgot to even put it in the show. Do you want to describe yeah. it briefly?
4: Um I think it only included like ten people, but it was like blonde in the belly of the beast. My real first and last name is a white nationalist that has been promoted by red ice and has talked about like white genocide or something like that.
0: The premise was because YouTube just did this round of, of banning so-called yes. white nationalists, the headline was like,
4: white nationalists banned, but not all.
0: <laughs> yeah, look at these who are still up there. There's so, a whole bunch yeah. of people, and that's why when I saw it, I thought, well, they just listed like 20 channels that everyone would be really pissed off if they banned. Wasn't even Stefan Molyneux on the list? For whole me, bunch it of, matters? Yeah.
4: Uh, I don't remember. I know like the, Red Eyes was on there. It was the, the typical, you know.
0: It was a lot of channels that a lot of people would be very mad to see banned off YouTube entirely. Yeah. And you were the very last one on the list. And I thought mm-hmm. nobody's even going to scroll down this. Far. I know. They're like, this like bitch only makes one video a, a
4: month, bit. except for in August when she made no videos. <laughs> on a good month. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well, um, I'm, I'm kind of bummed uh, shifting to campaign news. Because, of course, my favorite, uh, my favorite cringe master was Eric Swalwell, and he's gone. Oh. Maybe we'll see him pop up once in a while. But Kirsten Gillibrand, highly underrated in terms of the cringe entertainment she was able to provide. I can't remember how many weeks ago it was, but I remember you and I making just kind of an informal or casual bet or wager about how long she would last. And we were wondering, will she even make it to the first vote? And I thought she would make yeah. it to Iowa. She would at least see it through to that bug flying in my face or something uh it it turns out not it turns out that she is quitting the race after she failed to qualify for the upcoming september 12th debate so i want to allow her to speak for herself and also remember some of her top tier cringe as we bid farewell to kirsten Gillibrand.
4: i wanted you to hear it from me first that after more than eight incredible months i'm ending my presidential campaign our work is not done and we have a clear mission in front of us we have to defeat President Trump, flip the Senate, and elect women up and down the ballot. I can't wait to keep speaking out, marching, and fighting with you. Together, we will make people's lives better, no matter who you are, where you live, or who you love. And I know
3: that together, we will win this fight.
0: Let's remember the top moments.
4: All right, sorry, I'm just I'm trying sorry. to get some ranch. Go
1: ahead. <laughs>
3: Truth to power. We will put on the bright breastplate, breastplate of righteousness. We will wield the sword of the spirit. Love,
0: of Kirsten, oh. breastplate of righteousness. Gillibrand gone too soon, but it was a campaign to remember. Uh, I, I when I was listening to her, her campaign ending video or whatever that was, I I noticed or I I thought in my mind, she's a reverse blonde. She's saying we need mostly or entirely women in government. That's my main mission is just to get women in government, which we know is bullshit because she doesn't want conservative women. Like if you were to run for office, you think Kirsten Gillibrand would support your candidacy.
4: To be clear, I would never do that.
0: (laughs) You would never violate your, that's the one principle you will not violate is you will not run for office. It's bad enough
4: that I'm talking online. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but is it isn't it interesting that we live in a world where uh, whether you believe <laughs> you believe women shouldn't be in government or that basically only women should be in government, one is considered progressive virtue and the other is considered hate speech. Yeah, and I, I find that to be like what she's saying there. I think is just as controversial mm-hmm. to say we should elect women into positions of government strictly because they are women. That is equally controversial to saying we should not elect women into positions of power they're just two sides of the same coin one is a totally acceptable thing to say the other is hate speech for which susan WikiWiki Wiki will ban you
4: yeah also regardless of, of whether or not it's controversial one of those positions is just correct S-
0: supported by the data yeah <laughs> okay uh no word yet on uh, who will get gillibrand's coveted 0.1 support I-, I know everybody's going to be Competing for that We'll see who gets it. Oh, and then the other thing is, um, is Trump had uh, a legendary tweet on this. Did you see that one? Uh, he I tweeted don't think so. out, He tweeted out, uh, "A sad day for the Democrats." Kirsten Gillibrand has dropped out of the presidential primary. I'm glad they never found out that she was the one I was really afraid of, so good for him. Uh, and then as far as what the, uh, what the debate landscape looks like, because of course, we have that debate, September 12th, that's uh, a week from Thursday, I believe. The Democratic Party, the DNC, has decided the 10 candidates that are in, uh, it's Biden, Booker, Judge, uh, I never know how to pronounce it correctly, judge, Castro, <laughs> Harris, Klobuchar, Beto, Bernie, Warren, and Yang. Uh, notable names excluded are de Blasio, Bennett, Delaney, Bullock, Steyer, Williamson, and of course, controversially, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard is disputing the decision to exclude her. The DNC required 130,000 unique donors and at least 2% support Mm -hmm. in four qualifying polls. Gabbard did meet the donor threshold, but did not poll above 2% in two national polls, or at least the polls that the Democratic Party is counting. So Tulsi is saying that they're not being transparent uh, and that she's getting screwed, basically. Tulsi says she's not quitting, and she is also not running as an independent. I would expect a wave of a bunch of these other guys to be quitting: De Blasio, yeah. Bennett, Delaney, Bullock, all those people. Marianne Williamson? Who knows? I, I would like to see her stick around, but who knows what's going to happen there? So uh, it's, it appears that the field is uh, is whittling down quickly. Meanwhile, uh, a sighting. There's been a sighting. Not not a UFO. Not Bigfoot. Not a unicorn. An allegedly alive Ruth Bader Ginsburg appeared at the National Book Festival in Washington on Saturday, and she told the crowd, very convincingly, I might add, that she is alive and on her way to being very well. You be the judge.
3: First, this audience can see that I am alive. <laughs> and, I, and I am on my way to being very well.
0: She's... She's on her way to being very well. So I guess she's alive but not okay. very well right now. <laughs> that that is a lady who can definitely adjudicate some of the most difficult legal questions this country faces. I'm that's confident That's a deep I'm, fake right there, I'm, yeah. <laughs> that's the deepest fake of them all. That's not even that fake. I'm more convinced by the Jordan Peterson voice generator than I am by that. That is, uh, that's like those, the, you know, little rascals in, uh, in a trench coat type costume with some sort of voice generator. I don't, I don't buy it for a second. We'll see. Uh, but for now, she claims to be alive. The Supreme Court, uh, their term begins, their next term begins on October 7th. Ginsburg says she will be ready when the time comes. So we'll see if that turns out to be true. Last little piece I want to get to. We did mention this on Wednesday. So if you listen to Wednesday's Colin stream this might be a little repetitive, but it's so ridiculous that it bears repeating. And I don't like to go after every little Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tweet and clip yeah. and bit of her stream cuz it's we've I mean we've seen the bits. And it gets a little repetitive and she's a silly woman. But this bit she said about uh, having ancient diseases melt out of the glaciers and punish us all, this is one of the craziest things i 've ever heard so she 's on vacation and she says she woke up at three thirty in the morning in a cold sweat on her vacation because of climate change. She was so stressed out about climate change, so she took to her usual uh, instagram live platform to discuss it, and she um she described this lesser known consequence that ancient diseases are going to escape from the melting glaciers the melting glaciers of climate change and potentially harm us all
3: there are a lot of diseases that are frozen in some of these glaciers um that scientists fear that there's a potential that a lot of diseases could um, escape these melted glaciers things that were frozen for thousands of years and that they're going to get into our water and that humans could contract them and they are going to be diseases that are thousands of years old that have vectors that we are not prepared for that we have never seen. That's a concern. Um, Even if there are no diseases frozen at all in these glaciers, you have Diseases that are spread by mosquitoes, and now mosquitoes are starting to fly further north that carry diseases like malaria and um, and a whole slew of other things. And there are you know parts of the United States and things that are moving much further north that we're going to have to contend with diseases that we haven't had to contend with in parts of the world before.
0: Yeah, so watch out for the dinosaur aids, as we talked about on Wednesday. The dinosaur aids are coming for us all, and of course. Um, like everything. She has no idea whether or not this will happen in actuality, but the only solution is to give her full, full control of the, uh,
4: How the entire How bizarre. Economy.
0: That's a weird one. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's, uh, there's melting glaciers in, um, in this part of the country, even in, in Idaho as well, I assume. I've never heard of uh, ancient diseases escaping out of the glacial ice, but I suppose it is a possibility.
4: Wouldn't freezing them kill them?
0: I don't know. I don't know about the biology of this. You'd have to ask uh, some kind of microbiologist, someone who knows how viruses and bacteria can survive in a frozen state or not. Uh, But again, this is the lady who says, I need the keys to the economy to save the world. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll, I'll take my chances on um, a decentralized system, even if it means I risk dinosaur Tell me what's going on. Uh, Let's move to the Odessa shooting. Uh, I haven't been able to follow exactly all the information that's that's come out during the course of the day today, but uh, we've seen new information uh, after this happened yesterday, and then I think there were some law enforcement press conferences during the day today to offer some new information. So what's going on
4: there? Yeah. So today, law enforcement officials identified the man who killed seven people, wounded twenty two others in a shooting spree in West Texas. He was Seth Ator Ader Ader. Probably thirty six. Hmm. White guy. So he was pulled over by Texas troopers in Midland on Saturday afternoon, yesterday afternoon for failing to use his signal. He then shot at police um, with an AR type weapon and sped away. He used some side streets and got on the highway, sprayed bullets randomly at residents and motorists. So he's shooting street.
0: an AR while driving? That's what he did?
4: That's, they said an AR type weapon.
0: Yeah. So. So
4: maybe a handgun, who knows?
0: Well, not not a handgun in the traditional sense, at least.
4: I don't know. But I mean, an AR type weapon that that seems um, deliberately misleading to me. So I guess we'll have to wait and see what the actual weapon. Was. Who
0: knows? It could have been. Yeah. I mean, he's he's shooting some variation of an AR fifteen. Right. Yeah.
4: Um, he then hijacked a postal truck, ditched his gold Honda, shooting at people as he made his way into Odessa, which was about twenty miles away. And there, police confronted him in a movie theater parking lot and killed him in a shootout. So 22 wounded, seven killed. One of them was a 17-month-old girl. She was amongst the wounded. Um, Three law enforcement officers officers, um, wounded. Uh, And they're saying it's unclear what his motive was, and I think that's probably true. If he had some kind of white nationalist agenda, we would definitely know by now. I,
0: I saw a report that he lost his job earlier in the day.
4: Really? Well, they don't know if that's
0: connected. The police weren't willing to say that that was the trigger, but it would appear that this guy was having a bad day. You, you be the judge about whether that's a cause or not, but apparently he got fired and then is pulled over by the cops and presumably became enraged uh, because of that.
4: Um, Yeah. And then I also read that he had previous misdemeanors, but it was in 2001 and it was for criminal trespass and evading arrest.
0: Yeah, so I saw some reporting that said police believe he had a criminal record, which would have prevented him from firearm ownership in the first place. If this is accurate and he just had two misdemeanors from a decade ago, that would not be the case. But we, as the latest information I've seen said that they were still investigating uh, his weapon ownership and whether or not there were legal implications there. So I don't know that we have a conclusion on that front.
4: I don't know. Two decade old misdemeanor for trespassing. Well, that,
0: that's not a legal complication. Yeah. Uh, if that's all there is.
4: Um, His record also includes a 2018 traffic citation for federal motor carrier safety violation. I don't really know what that means. So, yeah, Uh, I mean, I I guess it remains to be seen uh, what the motive was. I hate it when they say, like, no motive known, even if the person's insane. Isn't that in and of itself a motive?
0: Yeah, but we don't know that he was mentally unwell, though, do we? Does he have any history of that?
4: Uh, No, but when I don't see a manifesto or anything like that, I'm I'm more prone to believe that there is some kind of mental illness yeah. at play. But, you
0: know, well, this is interesting, too. I hadn't seen this uh, reported earlier, but it says, before the vehicle came to a complete stop, the man grabbed a rifle, pointed it out of his rear window, and fired toward the trooper's patrol unit. So he didn't even talk to a cop. They must have tried to pull him over for this Failure to signal is that what it was? They pull him over for that, and he's firing before he even stops his car, so
3: yeah,
0: weird, just a a weird story um and of course, we're waiting for uh potentially more information on on what exactly happened here, but maybe we won't learn more. I mean, the guy's dead. we're not going to get a description from him about why he did it, but perhaps there might be some uh testimony from other people who uh knew yeah. what happened to him that day well. At some level, the information about what happened in this case is, of course, uh, irrelevant, as Mm -hmm. Beto O'Rourke says. Because without knowing any information on Saturday, Beto comes out on the campaign trail and he got really edgy because he said, uh, this situation is fucked up. He dropped the F-bomb. And so he was touring the the, uh, various news shows this morning talking about how it's not edgy to say the F-bomb. It's edgy to have people killed by gun violence in this country. Wow, you're so cool, Beto. But... uh, Beto's out there saying, I don't care what the facts are. My gun control prescription will solve it, including a mandatory buyback of so-called assault weapons. Here's what he had to say.
1: Not sure how many gunmen, not sure how many people have been shot. Don't know how many people have been killed. The condition of those who have survived. Don't know what the motivation is. Do not yet know the firearms that were used or how they acquired them. But we do know this is fucked up.
3: <laughs> yeah. we do know-
1: right now, we have. To have a Congress that will not even study gun violence, by law has prevented the Centers for Disease Control from knowing the facts, lest we be motivated and compelled to do something about them. will not even pass universal background checks or close those loopholes that allow people to buy a firearm when they should not be able to. Dan famously going into a gun show Buying an AR-18 without a background check. I didn't know that it was the best idea in the world after we had just released a proposal that would mandate a buyback of every AR-15 and AK-47. Okay. Uh, to,
0: to Beto's points, according to my Googling, I was, I'm was i curious about this claim. I hear this this um, talking point said all the time that, that Congress has banned the CDC from studying gun violence as a, as a uh, public health issue. And I haven't had enough time to look into it in detail. But according to the information I'm able to gather quickly, Congress passed what's called the Dickey Amendment in 1996 to cut funding for the CDC to study gun violence as a public health issue. So I don't know if it's banned. It might just be that there aren't projects that are funded.
4: Yeah.
0: But, um, but what's interesting is the CDC has done some study. Not just of gun violence, as in the offensive sort, but they've also taken a look at defensive use uh, of firearms. And that's another piece of information here that never, gets, uh, that never gets reported. A 2013 study ordered by the CDC into defensive use of firearms concluded the following, quote, almost all national survey estimates indicate that defensive gun uses by victims are at least as common as offensive uses by criminals with estimates of annual uses ranging from about five hundred thousand to more than three million in the context of about three hundred thousand violent crimes involving firearms in two thousand and eight now i 'm not saying i, I don 't know whether the existing policy on studying gun violence as they want to is, is good policy or bad. generally, I think more information is better as long as it 's not a gender driven slanted study, which I think people are trying to prevent, especially if it 's on the taxpayer dime but the point I'm getting at is Beto and the rest of these people, okay, if you want to do a study, do you care about this other side of the coin? Because the CDC does have information out. We don't know exact numbers, but there's, it's, it's entirely plausible and supported by the data to believe that good people are using firearms to defend themselves and prevent crime at least as frequently as criminals are using firearms in illegitimate aggression against other people. So if you want to study the whole issue you're gonna to have to look at both sides of this coin. I, I'm not denying like this sort of shooting thing is, is terrible. I don't, we've talked about it way too much this year. Yes. I don't know what the, how the data will play out this year, whether there's more gun violence this year than last or, or what's going on. But with every single one of these high profile stories, it's like, yeah, this sucks. I don't want this to happen. So you have to look at that other side of the coin too. That is to say in a, in a world where this sort of thing is possible, do I want people helpless or do I want them able to counter that criminal in a way that the CDC is saying they do at least as frequently? And, you know, and, <laughs> and do I think that seizing firearms from law-abiding uh, citizens is, is going to solve the problem? We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, we did mention universal background checks a few weeks ago, so I won't go through that again. But again, what they're talking about is universal background checks on private sales. And uh, the only way to enforce that is a, is a gun registry.
4: Yeah.
0: Why does Beto like gun registries? Because he wants to take your guns. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even exaggerating when I say that. He said as much in that video clip there. And he clarified, according to a reporter on Twitter, when he mentioned... Raisin, right? Yeah. Nobody wants to take your guns except for presidential candidates literally saying, I'm coming to take your guns. Yeah. Uh, About his comments on loopholes. There are no loopholes Uh, for prohibited persons to acquire firearms if you're a felon if you're a domestic abuser if you're a fugitive if you're an illegal alien if you've been dishonorably discharged the list goes on you can't legally buy a firearm from anyone doesn't matter if it's your uncle bob or if it's uh if it's a federally licensed dealer down the street and um to the point about you know him being a huge fan of the universal background checks presumably you're gonna have to have a registry to enforce that. It's a tool of confiscation, and that's not even a theory anymore. As I mentioned, it's, it's what he's advocating. It's what he's actively saying. He said it in the video clip. This reporter clarified—this is a BuzzFeed reporter uh, who reports that a, at least another reporter asked Beto how he'd reassure people afraid that the government would take their, quote-unquote, assault weapons away. And Beto responded, quote, I want to be really clear, that's exactly what we are going to do. If you own an AK-47 or an AR-15, you'll have to sell them to the government, says Beto O'Rourke. And, I get, and again, it, it's all the stupid uh, linguistics. It's all the appealing language. They, they like to say, well, it's a buyback. No, it's not. It's mandatory. What happens right. when I say no sale? Mm-hmm. Ironically, what happens is lots more mass shootings in the form of quasi-civil war.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pe- when people feel like their fundamental rights are being encroached upon, that's when they flip out. And this it's is just so brazen. Like, I just can't believe that he went out there and said it. Normally, uh, their terms are a little bit more nebulous.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. and, and to the point on the mandatory buyback, too, it's straight up theft. Not yeah. only is it taking your property that you legally own today and it's retroactively illegal tomorrow, it's straight up theft. Yeah. They are taking your property against your consent, and as compensation, they're offering money that they already stole from you. That is not someone buying a product from you on a voluntary basis. That's not a sale like you going to the grocery store and buying a candy bar. That's like you stole money from the till at the grocery store and used it to buy the candy bar. You still stole. So we'll see. This sort of thing, if if the polling is to be believed, Americans are a lot warmer on things like universal background checks— I understand why I still think it's the wrong policy prescription, but I understand why people find that appealing. This sort of stuff, when you start talking about a assault weapons bans and then b actually taking the ones from law abiding citizens who have done nothing wrong. That's where the the polling numbers start to get a little dicier. So I'm not Mm -hmm. sure that this is smart politics. In addition to being a horrible, horrible policy prescription, I guarantee you if you're on that road in Texas or anywhere and you have some insane person like this shooting up the place, the first thing you're hoping for is a firearm in your pocket. Yeah. The second thing you're hoping for, if you don't have that, is a competent, trained, helpful, good person with a firearm in his who can bail you out. Because at that point, all the gun bans in the world don't matter. You're in an emergency situation, and Beto O'Rourke can't keep you safe. That's That's the ironic thing here. Beto's making this plea... Uh, oh just give me a little more power I'll keep you safe surrender a little more power I'll keep you safe in that moment he can't he can't there's nothing he can do on that highway quick enough to save your life it's up to you and it's up to the people around you I feel like we're rehashing this conversation on a week by week basis and we kind of are so thanks for sticking with us but this stuff's important and I really worry that these <laughs> these ideas that you're just going to make your average good person in this country powerless and helpless right. and that's going to fix the problem I I hope I'm proved wrong on that. I hope that I'm wrong, but I don't think I am.
4: Did you have anything more to say
0: about Beto or the, uh, the Texas case?
4: No, I mean, I'm eager to find out more about this shooting, but um, you know, it's the, the rule of Ann Coulter. If they haven't mentioned that they did mention he was a white guy, but no known motive leads me to believe that this is some kind of mental health thing. Well, it remains to be seen.
0: It's interesting what stories get picked and which ones don't, because it, it, it clearly is not about gun gun violence, so-called gun violence, if you even accept the term. It's about a particular flavor of that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't hear about this one until a friend uh, sent this to me today and said, "Oh, you hear about the shooting? Oh, yeah, the one in Texas? No,
4: the one in Alabama. The other one." Yeah. There was
0: another shooting in Alabama this weekend. You might not have heard or you probably didn't hear anything about it. Why? Because it doesn't fit a political narrative that anybody cares about. So what happened here?
4: 17-year-old arrested after 10 people were shot following a high school football game in Mobile. Mobile? Mobile? Mobile.
0: I go with Mobile, yeah.
4: Alabama. Um, the victims in the shooting uh, ranged from 15 to 18. They were rushed to area hospitals. Nobody died. So D'Angelo, D'Angelo Parnell, this is why we didn't hear anything about this. Nothing Um, to see here. Yeah, really. Has been arrested and charged with nine counts of attempted murder. Um, Mobile police chief Lawrence Batiste didn't confirm. Mobile. Mobile. (laughs) Let's keep going. Mobile. uh, Didn't confirm to reporters the shooting stemmed from an altercation, but he did admonish young people for bringing their beefs that they have with each other (laughs) in their neighborhoods into public settings and putting people in harm's way. So that leads me to believe this is some kind of gang violence.
0: Yeah, keep your beef in the hood basically. That's what he's saying. In the hood yeah. where it belongs, not at the football. What was it, the yeah. high school football game that this yeah, happened?
4: Yeah. yeah. So I heard until you sent this to me, I had heard nothing about it. I mean, no, I guess it's true that nobody know. was killed.
0: That is a fair distinction. Right. Uh yes, to be completely honest, but But if I want to go the other side of this, too, and this is not to diminish what happened in Odessa. Again, it's terrible. I want less of that. I want people to defend themselves from that type of of insanity. Mm -hmm. But the numbers in Odessa are often typical of a weekend in Chicago, and that is never newsworthy. That's not to say one is okay or they're both okay. No, they're they're all awful. Why is one uh, front-page news and the other is an afterthought or not reported at all? And there, there are a yeah. lot of political motivations that go into this.
4: I mean, how do you shoot ten people and kill nobody? Also,
0: yeah, I mean, ten people were shot implies that they were hit. Yeah, uh, so, so I guess
4: he was trying to target two people that he was in this dispute with, and ended up shooting eight others.
0: And I can't find. None we failing. both looked we couldn't find any information on the firearm used.
4: Right. But they did say he pulled out his gun, which led me to believe it was a handgun.
0: Yeah. Implying that he was probably carrying it concealed or something. Right. Presumably, again, it's the sort of thing where if it was a scary gun,
4: we would
0: see it it right away, but we don't. And this is the sort of thing that even if all of Beto's plans are implemented, you will still see this. Mm -hmm. And then the question will be, okay, we surrendered all of our freedom to the government we're still getting shot up at the high school football game. What now? Yeah. And what do you do? What, what do you do when you've surrendered all your freedom and you still have this problem of bad people attacking good people?
4: And he didn't own this gun legally, so it wouldn't have made a difference anyway.
0: Oh, do we know that? Was that?
4: Uh, I mean, he was 17.
0: Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, he probably, if it's a handgun, I don't know what the laws in Alabama are, but isn't that a federal law? I might be mistaken. That you, I think federally you have to be 21 to buy. I, maybe I'm wrong.
4: Uh, let me see. I feel like we should know this. I think you have to be that, 18. That's a law
0: I don't actually know. I thought it was 18 for long guns.
4: Uh, I'm not sure. Let me know in the live chat. I'll do a little bit of research while you um, sure. bring in the next topic. Or well, that's the next me, one. Actually. Yeah,
0: the next one is you because we'll move on to the IG report. But. Um, um, yeah.
4: I'm pretty sure it's 18. 21 to buy federally. From okay. So, so, yeah, so presumably
0: he's illegal. in illegal possession of this anyhow.
4: Oh, this IG report, do you want to take a break first, or do you want to dive right Let's into?
0: Uh, it? I don't think we have that much to say about this IG report, do we? I mean, this is most of this stuff is not anything totally predictive. new. It's just whether or not the Justice Department thinks that it was uh, that Comey's behavior was square or not. And uh, ironically, we kind of get an answer sort of parallel to trump although i would make the case that what comey has done is certainly demonstrated and and much worse than what trump has what trump has done in the Mueller report but the point is the finding is sketchy behavior that you shouldn't do but we're not going to prosecute even though in comey's case it's i'll let i'll let you go through the facts because it's not as though comey did nothing it's just they're not going to make a legal case of it
4: DOJ's IG on Thursday published a report stating fired FBI Director James Comey broke bureau policy by leaking several memos with classified information. Quote, we conclude that Comey's retention, handling and dissemination of certain memos violated department and FBI policies and his FBI employment agreement. Hmm. So they were able to skirt the legality by saying that they're just saying that it was the FBI policies internal and his employment agreement
0: yeah i mean th- th- basically this all stems from comey taking notes about trump uh be- before and or around his firing mm-hmm. and then leaking those notes to his friend at at columbia or whoever right. his friend was who then in turn leaked them to media outlets and the question right. is were those comey personal documents or were those in fact fbi documents and those so, have been
4: deemed FBI documents. Yeah. So Comey said at the time, I asked a friend of mine to share the content of the memo with a reporter. I thought that might prompt the appointment of a special counsel.
0: Oh, I didn't even, I didn't realize he said that. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay.
4: Um, so the watchdog office t- uh, said Comey broke FBI rules by giving a memo containing unclassified information to his friend, Daniel Richmond with instructions to share the content with a reporter. The office also said Comey failed to notify the FBI after he was fired that he had retained some of the memos in a safe at home. So that must be violating the FBI um, standards. He wrote a series of memos about conversations with President Trump. He said unnerved him. Comey has stated he wanted to make a record of the interaction because he was concerned President Trump might later lie about them. Uh, Yeah, Barr will not prosecute the fired FBI director over his wrongdoings.
0: Even though we've been told that Barr is nothing but a slave to Trump right. who does Trump's bidding regardless of whether there's legal support or not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this, this undercuts that narrative for sure. And then, of course, James Comey is out um, He's out saying, I deserve an apology. Did you see his tweet?
4: The biggest swinging dick on this guy.
0: Well, he I, is very tall. I figure well, he's a waste of a tall man, as you said, right? He
4: is a waste of a tall man. But it's yeah. just like, I was listening to Armstrong and Getty about this, and, and they were talking about how this is like... Um, you know your wife finding you banging another chick and then you being like now you apologize to me like for spying it's like i I can't even believe that he said this it's so brazen so comey
0: tweets out uh doj inspector general found no evidence that comey or his attorneys released any of the classified information contained in any of the memos to members of the media I don't need a public apology from those who defamed me, but a quick message with a sorry we lied about you would be nice. Well, thanks, James Comey. This is another case where I just want some consistency. Yeah. You know, I do do think that if you're going to go by like a letter of the law argument um, in the case of Trump and say like, listen, if you believe the Mueller report, Trump talked about doing some bad stuff. Trump may have even done some shady stuff but it didn't actually rise to the level of a legal violation. I'm not a legal expert. Perhaps that's the case here. Perhaps not. You can draw your own conclusions on that. But I am really annoyed by people that want to act like there's some, there's some um, super solid legal case against Trump based on the Mueller report, but James Comey did nothing wrong. And move along, there's nothing to see here. Either that sort of sketchy suspect behavior matters, or it doesn't, I think obviously James Comey's not going to face legal implications in this particular issue, but of course you're not going to see him. I don't think ever
4: uh, in again. any sort
0: of job yeah. in the intelligence community yeah. again. So I don't know. Maybe what, what, uh, what's he going to do career wise? He could probably just retire. I'm sure he has. Does, does he it get matter? a sweet He's reti- old
4: and he's pretty rich. I think he does, still gets his pension. Doesn't he?
0: Does he even, even though he was fired, he could still gets like a sweet retirement package. I have no idea.
4: I don't know. I know Andrew McCabe was able to retain his pension.
0: Was he? I thought he lost it.
4: Um, I can't remember.
0: Uh, Isn't he on CNN now? CNN analyst Andrew McCabe? Oh, God. (laughs) That's where Comey will go. Yeah. Comey will uh, replace Anderson Cooper or something. Okay. Next up, we got uh, the the fake news fiasco from Lawrence O'Donnell over on MSNBC, but I suppose we should uh, take a break before we do that.
4: Sure. Uh, Polaris589, can't watch the show live because I'm playing Pathfinder. I'll leave you with this. Matt and I made love at a Uh, Insert current topic related locale where we insert current topic related pun, if you know what I mean. Very good. Very
0: clever. Thank you.
4: Uh, Big LC, Matt and I were going to make love, but Matt must have given me the wrong address because when I knocked on the door at four in the morning, Tim Pool answered it. Whoops.
0: (laughs) Thank you for providing the origin story there. Tim, uh, yes. I've heard that Tim is now so far down the path that he's considering arming himself. This is the stage. Yes, Tim Pool I'm told, because I did not hear him say this, so I don't want to mischaracterize Tim, but I am told that as a result of the attempted break-in on his uh, home that Tim Pool is considered... Oh, when did this self. happen? This happened like this, this week. Somebody tried to break... I might mischaracterize because I have not followed closely, but the, the chat will correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody tried to break into Tim Pool's home, and I think the person tried to do it a second time or attempted to do it while he was literally making a video about it. And he says that he spoke to the cops and the cops encouraged him to exercise his Second Amendment rights oh to, my pre- gosh. to protect himself. Do
4: you know where, what state he lives in? I, d-
0: I don't know where it happened. Do you
4: know if this was politically motivated?
0: I don't know who the aggressor was. No, I don't know who the attacker was.
4: He should definitely get a gun and then if somebody breaks in, I he can't. should shoot to kill.
0: I can't believe he doesn't have one. I mean, his whole event, they had that whole Minds IRL event this weekend that was targeted by Antifa. He personally is, is targeted by Antifa all the time. And I, I'm kind of surprised. Why that he, does
4: Antifa want to target Tim Pool? Tim Pool, the Dave Chappelle them. special, is the most offensive thing I've ever seen. What, what are <laughs> well, you people he, he, doing?
0: He, he goes to these places and he gets the clips. Remember it was Tim Pool that got the clip of Moldy Locks, uh with her, with her bottle and saying things about throwing explosives and stuff. Tim Pool uh, has collected guy. some really important uh, video evidence of Antifa in the past. And so just by virtue of having that information, he becomes an, an enemy of them, regardless of whether he's their number one ideological enemy or not.
4: Maybe they see him as like heretical
0: yeah. I mean, he's not one of them and therefore he's Hitler, even though, wow, that's uh, you know, he's so not necessarily, he's not a proud boy either. Obviously.
4: I hadn't even heard about this. Jeez.
0: And I, I might, again, I might've stated some of it incorrectly. Cause I'm not super familiar with, uh, with what exactly happened. I would encourage you if you're interested in learning, of course, to go to Tim's channel and, and check it out.
4: Oh, yikes. Um, black doing a safe check-in after today's bomb threat. I never left the house, but I am just letting you all know I am safe. Hashtag Mankato strong. Hashtag hate will not divide us. Hashtag insert other catchy hashtag slogans. I
3: was going
0: to say, what did I, what's this bomb threat? What did I miss here?
4: I also don't know.
0: I'm not clued in on this one.
4: Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know Black if Lane. it's a
0: joke or to take it seriously.
4: Neither. Uh Jeffrey O'Neill. Can a Melbourne deplorable lend their ne- Netflix to smeg? He thinks Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> is accurate. Um, who's got a Cadbury unity bar? Sponsor of the straight pride parade. Pro robe. Fave new world. Hashtag free Hong Kong was a lot of stuff. Um Dakota Stan Smegma
0: Bukaki needs Netflix access. Smeg.
4: You know old Smeg. He'll
0: figure it out, I think.
4: Um everybody should watch the Dave Chappelle special. You were right. It was It fantastic. was awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah it was thanks to everybody who recommended it to me. We were discussing it a little bit on Wednesday, but yes. Um I've I I've not been a huge stand-up fan generally because I get bored pretty easily and stand-up has gone woke in a lot of cases. And people encouraged me to watch the chappelle one it's, it's awesome great it's yeah. hilarious. Uh, I was entertained the whole time, and yeah, it's offensive, but that's the point like it, it's
4: when he started talking about abortion, I was like, "No, <laughs> and then he redeemed himself totally
0: well, that's the thing is he he does have some lefty talking points, but they're mostly in setup for other things, and what I appreciated was I mean he's going after like un untouchable topics like Michael yeah. Jackson and stuff. But it wasn't just, ooh, look, I'm talking about it. It was clever. It was yeah. well done. So everybody should definitely check it out.
4: Uh, Dakota Stanton, Matt and I once got drunk and made love. We agreed not to bring it up until the Gillibrand, until Gillibrand becomes president. <laughs> fair uh, enough. Fair.
0: Yes, now, the, uh, now you can disclose that information. Or wait, no, until she becomes president, never mind. You have to keep it a secret forever, my mistake.
4: Kevin until she Flanagan, Again, I don't know what this means, so I'm not going to read it.
0: <laughs> okay that's probably fair. good i guess if you if you can't even understand it if it's so edgy that you can't even understand no, it.
4: no it. it's just mm, yeah sorry kevin Thank mandatory you, kevin. carry mandatory carry saves lives prove me wrong and i'm still afraid of blonde sorry i'm at work <laughs> uh fitzberg anyone else getting nothing but tulsi gabbard ads on youtube i swear they're trying to get us annoyed at her doesn't matter because she's toast Poor lady.
0: maybe they're trying to make up for the prior issue where they supposedly blacklisted her or whatever.
4: Um, somebody got their message deleted. I apologize. Uh, well, it's
0: going straight to uh, to Planned, Planned
4: Parenthood. Parenthood. Uh, Damian McHugh, the gun homicide rate has been dropping since 1993, but the mass shootings have been ticking up. What do you think we can do to get this problem under control and making sure not to infringe on the rights of the people? We talk about this all the time. Um, single motherhood, I think, is a big cause. I'm, I'm sure that depression, SSRIs, um, incel communities also have something to do with it. I think this is a family issue, largely. Yeah.
0: I, number one, you got to fix the family. And, and of course, these weapons have been available for decades. They've been in possession commonly for decades. I don't know whether a quote-unquote mass shooting, depending on how you define it, is on the increase or not. The point about not just gun violence, but violent crime generally being on the decline for a while is absolutely true. And so something something beyond our legal framework has changed in the last few decades um if indeed these are increasing in frequency and and yeah i yeah. think it is something to do with a, a decline in the sort of homes that prevent this kind of freak out whether it's a freak out with yeah whatever weapon you choose but so, I, and I don't know how to fix it. I mean, I don't know how to, how do you How do you get people to build stable homes again? You can't force them to do it. We just have to get people motivated to do that. And that's very yeah. difficult.
4: I made an excellent video about this called mm. Brenton Tarrant Acceleration and Collapse. Um, check it out. I talk about all these issues. It is my finest video.
0: My finest it's not video. banned yet?
4: No, but the ADL did retweet this like huge video 55 minute high production value documentary where they feature that video for like three minutes. Wow. They talk about me. Huh. For somebody that makes no videos, I'm sure I'm getting targeted a lot. You have lately. a higher
0: success rate, yeah, than I do for sure.
4: Well, I, I said that the shootings were horrible, but like this is the reason that they're happening. And we well that's try what's to... so
0: enraging. Yeah. I mean it's like we can't same thing with the the Christchurch shooter. I don't endorse what happened. I think it's awful. It's what, the footage of it is the worst thing I've ever seen. However, I want to know why it happened. And so, yes, I'm going to consider his manifesto. Yeah. Of, yes. I'm going to read these things. I want to understand why it's happening. Yeah. And, and to say, Oh, the guns, my guns are the problem. Then
4: okay. they had, they interviewed like some Muslim dude with like multiple camera angles and like crystal clear cameras. And he's just talking about how like, um, like I read the manifesto and I promoted white nationalism. So I told people to read the manifesto. It's, it's such insanity. It's like, don't you want to understand why people do the things they do so you can prevent these things? From
0: yeah. It's, it's the same thing we've said with Islamic terrorism. They're right. literally telling you straight up. This is why I did it. I think we'd be wise to listen. Yeah. Whether you think they're sane or not, but that's the other thing with Brendan Tarrant and some of these other manifestos, it's mental illness, clearly insane person. It's like, well, the manifesto is pretty coherent. You yeah. can again, decide for yourself whether you agree or not, but it's not as though it's entirely incoherent nonsense that isn't, again, I'm not endorsing it. I'm saying he's articulating a perspective that one can understand. Not that I endor- I don't endorse. I don't understand it sympathetically. I'm saying right. I get what he's saying. I get what he's describing. It's not incoherent in that regard.
4: Um, private Benedetto says first time donor. I finally get to watch a live don't have to work tomorrow thanks to the hurricane wish me luck good wow. luck well, stay safe yeah I let's just do a few more Lunderwear says can we go ahead and just abbreviate the name of the hurricane so we can hear the news talk about the destruction of Cyclone <laughs> <laughs> T?" I like that I like it too um, whoa bro says the woke left hated Dave Chappelle's new special it seems Netflix also removed it from the trending section yet his old specials really? are trending have you guys I, seen his new special? Yeah, we just talked about it. It was fantastic.
0: I was actually somewhat surprised that Netflix is hosting it. It, it of course, has a lot of slurs in it. And, I am I mean, I'm, I, a white guy could not get away with saying what he's saying. Just couldn't. And I'm not saying that, that what he's saying is wrong. I think what he's saying is hilarious. I just think yeah. it's funny. I, I do think there are obvious rules in play based on dave chappelle's race that they're willing to tolerate yeah. some of the things they're saying
4: Best part though i think the best part of the whole thing was when he was talking about buying a gun in ohio and the guy like slams down the bird shot and the bug oh yeah. Shot and, yeah this won't kill a man this <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is it was great just from start to finish uh, yeah everybody should.
0: there's a lot of memorable quotes in that one
4: um last one for right now is matt jetton no note thank you sir
0: let's uh check in over on streamlabs let me load it up here and see what's going on over there. Um, oh, wow. Uh, Philip says, I love the way you use facts and logic. You remind me of a simpler time when those things mattered. Well, thank you, Philip. We'll try to revive them. Cameron says, uh, press F for my boy, James Alsop, A good boy who did nothing wrong. He was just getting his life together and providing for his family. If you think they won't come for you next, think again. You'll be in the gulag faster than you can say Susan W. Yeah, uh, and Susan's been very clear. This is—it's it, not going to end with these guys, and we're going to see creeping constriction because that's Susan's community responsibility. It, it sucks. Um, so we'll see how that. We'll see how quickly YouTube can kill itself. It's just a question of when, I think.
4: Poor James. What a bunch of horseshit.
0: Hmm. Uh, Redicus says, "You skipped this last week. We can't have blonde Führer. Oh, did I miss this one? Sorry. We can't, uh, or we have the blonde Führer." Of the catapult, the yellow furor of the period painter gulag. I like my women's spicy. Enjoy uh, the Labor Day cookouts. You as well. Murdoch says uh, trash bag, but I don't know the reference. What's the trash bag reference? Uh, Did I don't I know. something? My apologies, Murdoch. Thank you. Uh, French, uh, French, uh, We'll just go with Frenchy. I can't pronounce this. So Frenchy it is. Blonde, I am a high-functioning autistic. And for me, uh, I avoided faces, especially around the eyes. If you can't remember... What you don't, uh, oh, so you can't remember what you don't pay attention to. A teacher took the time to help me overcome the aversion. Glad he did uh, reduce my anxiety. We were talking about, I can't remember the, what context is this for? Because
4: I told that, that great, great story, compelling and rich, about oh, how Paul yeah. was totally certain that I was this other YouTuber right. that lives in Hong Kong named Taylor R, who I look nothing like. But I figured out why. It's because her YouTube channel is TaylorR1488. <laughs> That's why they thought it was you. Well, yeah, but, but she's not political at all. This, that was probably her birthday or something like that.
0: Unfortunate.
4: Just an unfortunate
0: story. (laughs) Compelling and rich. Phil says, do you think we are close to the point where normies are so tired of hearing about these shootings that they just give uh, in due to exhaustion? Normies have been fooled on these things. Uh, Why not this? Well, that's a good question. I don't know because I could see people going that way. On the other side of the coin, I could see people becoming more interested in firearms to defend themselves. And I saw this effect. Of course, the Parkland shooting and David Hogg and the rest coming out and saying, we want to strip you of your rights or at least greatly diminish them. That pushed me to become much more interested in this and to take those steps to get a concealed carry permit and to take this seriously and to become proficient. And when I was down there, there were... The whole class I took was, was standing room only, and there were tons and tons of women in there even, taking the class too, which I was very encouraged by. My fiancé, just this last spring, has taken the same step, and this year, the Gallatin County Sheriff's Office, who issues the concealed carry permits, for me, it took them about three weeks to issue mine. And of course, they have to, as long as you're not a criminal. For my fiancé, it took them something like two months, implying yeah. to me, and actually they did say when I was down there, yeah, we've got... A ridiculous amount of people trying to get concealed carry permits good have you ever
4: taken a leftist shooting i mean everybody loves to shoot a gun
0: that's true it's one of the great ways to get maybe not change someone's mind but at least give them some familiarity so they can recognize some of the bs talking points and yeah most everybody thinks it's great fun regardless of whether they some people are kind of scared at first but then they get used to it yeah i think that's one of the best ways to to change a person's mind or try uh, okay, Josh Allen's Hurdle says, Matt, could I come knock at your door at 4 a.m.? I'll challenge you to a fight if if uh, I need to be able to get your address. But I'd prefer to make a Madden challenge instead. You should try to get David Wood, um, Acts 17, Apologetics on a stream. Uh, I think that name's been mentioned, but I, I'm not familiar with that person, so I'll still have to check it out. Uh, I would not – please don't knock on my door at 4 a.m., uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would not suggest it all jokes aside, but uh, I used to play Madden in college. I don't play anymore, but maybe I could, I'm sure I could still remember on a basic level. Anyway, I'm going to open up the treasure chest and then we'll move on. We'll get to Lawrence O'Donnell, uh, treasure chest over on D live. As soon as I get that going here, thanks to Darth Jones, Saint and Paul dog for supporting the show over on D live. And uh, that treasure chest will be open in 30 seconds. So sit tight. If you're hanging out and watching the show over on D live. Okay uh Moving on, Lawrence O'Donnell. On How was this
4: the news of the week? It it, it made me pretty happy though. I I, th-
0: I wanted to think of a way to revive the "Stop the Hammering" bit from like a week or a year and a half ago or whenever that was. How was a Come, year and a half? It was a while ago. I couldn't really fit it in, so I thought, well, I just will leave it be. But yes, Lawrence O'Donnell of "Stop the Hammering" fame, uh and of course, host on MSNBC fame. uh had an exchange with Rachel Maddow, David Hogg's older brother, in between their shows. And he said in this exchange that he had a source close to Deutsche Bank who has Trump's tax returns at at Deutsche Bank and says, one, that Trump has paid very little in taxes, which I guess would be unsurprising, even if true. But two, the big controversial part is that Trump had taken out loans that were co-signed by Russian oligarchs. This was his
2: claim. No one knows more about this subject than you do. So I want to get your reaction to what it could mean if true. And I stress if true, because this is a single source uh, who has told me that the Deutsche Bank obtained tax returns, which they do have of Donald Trump's show that the president pays very little income tax. Then there's the other part. The loan documents. Hmm. This single source close to Deutsche Bank has told me that the Trump Donald Trump's loan documents there show that he has cosigners. That's how he was able to obtain those loans, and that the cosigners are Russian oligarchs. What? What? That would explain, it seems to me, every kind word Donald Trump has ever said about Russia and Vladimir Putin if. True. And I stress the if-true
0: Th- part of this. Yeah, that's, that is a scenario that I have never contemplated. Big if-true. The only problem, of course, is it it's either false or at least can't be substantiated yeah. as true. The speculation
4: so, network, I can't even believe... Even with their low journalistic standards, this was appalling that they released this.
0: Especially if the big if-true... News over at the Gateway Pundit is, in fact, true, ironically. But if that is the source, it's hilarious. We'll get to that in a moment. On Wednesday, an NBC booking producer confirmed on Twitter... Quote, the information came from a single source who has not seen the bank records. NBC has not seen those records and has not yet been able to verify the reporting. Shortly thereafter, Lawrence himself tweeted, quote, last night I made an error in judgment by reporting an item about the president's finances that didn't go through our rigorous verification and standards process. I shouldn't have reported it, and I was wrong to discuss it on the air. I will address the issue on my show tonight, also on Wednesday. It's unclear the degree to which the president's lawyer prompted or forced or threatened Lawrence to do this and MSNBC to do this. But one would speculate it might be the direct cause. Anyway, uh, MSNBC and Lawrence get a letter from, um, from Trump's lawyer named Charles Harder, who wrote uh, the only borrowers uh, under these loans are Trump entities. And Mr. Trump is the only uh, guarantor. Is that guarantor? Is that how you say that? You're the finance person. Quote, numerous documents for each of these loans are also recorded publicly, uh, available and searchable online. The letter said that Lawrence and MSNBC must, quote, immediately and prominently retract, correct, and apologize for the false and defamatory statements, or Trump's legal team will take legal action to the maximum extent permitted by law. And so Lawrence went ahead and did that and retracted uh, on Wednesday night.
2: Last night on this show, I discussed information that wasn't ready for reporting. I repeated statements. A single source told me about the president's finances and loan documents with Deutsche Bank, saying, If true, as I discussed the information, was simply not good enough. I did not go through the rigorous verification and standards process here at MSNBC before repeating what I heard from my source. I was wrong to do so. This afternoon, attorneys for the president sent us a letter asserting the story is false. They also demanded a retraction. Tonight, we are retracting the story. We don't know whether the information is inaccurate. But the fact is, we do know. It wasn't ready for broadcast, and for that, I apologize.
0: We don't know whether it was inaccurate. Yeah, but you, you don't know you, that it was accurate, right. and that's the point. Friendly reminder related to um, what I was talking about in my last video about Susan WikiWiki Wiki and her trusted sources. MSNBC is, in fact, a trusted source. Quality news source on on YouTube that uh, the algorithm now directs you to because you don't want people stumbling across conspiracy theories yeah. and falling down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole of radicalization. So, thanks, Susan WikiWiki, Wiki, for looking out for us and making sure that our eyes uh, and ears fall to the responsible people over at MSNBC. Not a conspiratorial news network in any way. It's absolutely 100% vetted, quality information. <laughs> To some extent, though, I don't want to be too tough on Lawrence uh, for a reason. He did say repeatedly, if true and unconfirmed.
4: And they granted, issued a real attract- retraction. Yes. Which they seldom do. Normally, it's just, you know. But I think when it, when you have to do it in video, it, it has to be more direct. It's not like retracting an article like two weeks after you yeah. write it with a little, you know, sub note.
0: And, and, and granted, this is certainly even doing what he did, which is taking basically a rumor. He had not substantiated and just throwing it out there and saying it's a rumor, so to yeah. take it with a grain of salt. That's not up to the journalistic standards of, of a journalistic corporation like MSNBC and the standards they should uphold. But I want to be fair because we do the exact same thing on this show all the time. Right. We say, here's some information that we're unable to corroborate or substantiate. We're just going to talk about it for the interest of the discussion. It may be true, it may not be true. You, you will have to watch out for information to assess that for yourself. So uh, I, I just don't want to throw him completely under the bus because it would be throwing myself under the bus in the process. And to, mm. some, to some extent, to some extent.
4: Yeah, but we're, you know. People... We don't have
0: interns to check.
4: Right. And um, we're not a major news network and we don't claim to operate by the same standards. And we um, talk about our biases all the time.
0: Sure, I think MSNBC he, does though too. But I think he, he and would Rachel claim
4: would, he's an unbiased journalist. I don't know.
0: Right? I don't know that he would, but mm. may, maybe. I think he and Rachel would probably say, "Yeah, we we cover the news from a left wing or progressive perspective." I mean, MSNBC's entire motto is "lean forward." You know, that's that's kind of why people get more pissed at CNN than MSNBC is because MSNBC yeah, is like, "Yeah, we're leftist."
4: True. That's true. Okay.
0: Um, it, it's not good. It's not good. But sometimes in news you talk about things for the sake of discussion and you correct the record when it becomes clear that you made a mistake. And Lawrence did that, so I will credit him for doing that. And I also have to do this because I want to talk about some unconfirmed news myself regarding Lawrence, and I want an excuse to do that because
4: it's it's big
0: if true. And I stress if true because it's an unconfirmed report. But you might wonder, where did Lawrence get this information? Who is his source at Deutsche Bank? How much attempted vetting did he do and i can't answer those questions with certainty but there is a report over at gateway pundit if you believe the sourcing here it's from cassandra fairbanks and there's a 4chan user who is taking credit for the hoax so if this is to be believed and there is some evidence although it's not entirely we can't confirm uh the whole thing um but there's a there's a a poster over on Reddit who says, uh, I'm here to claim my prize. This is posted anonymously. It's easy to send an anonymous tip to a Trump-hating news organization and watch them report it with no fact-checking. I send the attached email to Lawrence O'Donnell yesterday, or I sent it, and he reported it. I didn't think it would work, but the bait was too juicy. Now he is disgraced and discredited. <laughs> All NBC email addresses are first name last name at NBCuni.com for NBC Univision, I believe. They are begging for tips, so I sent one. And then there's a screenshot of this um, this email. And unfortunately, this email screenshot does not show the timestamp. That would be crucial. Because we do know this went to Lawrence O'Donnell's apparent email address. Right. We just don't know when. And you would wonder if someone, in fact, did this, why wouldn't you show the timestamp to prove mm. that you did it beforehand? But the if this is legit, the email says, Hi, Lawrence. My husband was the chief loan officer for Deutsche, Deutsche Bank with... When the massive loans to Mr. Trump were approved, at the time of application, Mr. Trump's finances were assessed to be a maximum level risk, according to the internal scoring system. As a result, any loans required a cosigner. Unexpectedly, the loan documents were signed by a Russian oligarch with direct ties to Putin. Robert Mueller did examine the documents, but apparently concluded all was well. I would uh, would be happy to speak to you to corroborate this. I have provided this tip to several outlets so there may be competition in reporting this and would encourage you to disclose sooner rather than later. Thank you from Heather.
4: How dumb are they? I hope this is true.
0: The other thing about this too, about Lawrence here, is like there should be you always want to do the maximum vetting that you possibly can. Of course, not all claims can be fully authenticated if there are limitations in the information that's available to you, or you have to protect sources for whatever reason. But just thinking critically for a moment, if you're Lawrence O'Donnell, it's like, well, the Mueller investigation just ended after what, three years? Uh, You know, the investigation total, maybe not entirely under Mueller, but the whole, the Russia investigation. I'm supposed to believe that there's this massive red flag about Trump having this huge financial liability that he's beholden that to Russian oligarchs.
4: Nobody's uncovered. And Mueller was point. like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah.
0: That's that's not worthy of discussion in my 430 page report. Yeah. That goes through all the other ridiculous basic non stories that are included in the Mueller report.
4: The real story here is that Lawrence didn't scrutinize the claim at like a basic common sense level.
0: Or even if this is to be believed, there's no screenshot of a reply from Lawrence. You would think like,
4: no, even if someone at MSNBC believed, like he would have to to hear this claim and be like, oh, this didn't get filtered out with the Mueller report. And I'm the first person that's hearing about this because I'm so important. It's like, what are you thinking, dude?
0: yeah you would think that you'd follow and and to be clear that might have happened we don't know that this is legitimate or not the person who is his source he might have followed up with in a perfectly journalistic way i i'd honestly i'd put it like 50 50 on this 4chan claim i i think that it's possible but i'm very skeptical of like not including the timestamp for example why why would that be concealed
4: yeah yeah
0: so we'll see um does does the ironic thing is, does this impact my trust level for MSNBC in any way? No, none. I <laughs> I, I don't care. I wouldn't go to their network anyway. The whole thing. Rachel Maddow and Lawrence uh, O'Donnell have just been Russia conspiracy theory, the Russia conspiracy theory channel for the better part of uh, a few years now. Yeah. This is this is what you want. You go there and you get unsubstantiated Russia accusations seems uh they're to feeding the people's
4: tds so that's the only reason they go to these um these channels anymore
0: yeah I, I can't believe anybody would tune into this but that's that's the difference between susan wiki wiki and i if you want to watch that crap you go right ahead i'm not going to try to ban it uh ban it or ban you from watching it or ban uh, its availability to you all right uh next up biden the gaff master joe biden just continues and Joe Biden has been telling this this uh, war story several times along the campaign trail, and um, no. it goes something like this: uh, He he's telling this story about how he met uh, or he awarded a, a medal, a Silver Star, I believe, to a Navy captain in Afghanistan. And he, he apparently the story is that this Navy captain rappelled down a sixty foot ravine under enemy fire to retrieve the body of a fellow American service member. Uh, carrying that that body home on his back. According to Biden's story, a general then asked Biden to pin a silver star on this man, who Biden says felt like a failure despite his bravery. And Biden recalls that this Navy captain said, Sir, I don't want the damn thing. Do not pin it on me, sir. Do not do that. He died. He died, saying, "I, I couldn't save him. I don't deserve the medal. That's the gist. And Biden punctuates this claim with, quote, this is the God's truth, uh, my word is a Biden, which <laughs> my word as a Biden doesn't necessarily mean that much, I guess. The, the Washington Post vetted the story and reports, quote, almost every detail in the story appears to be incorrect. Based on interviews with more than a dozen U.S. troops, their commanders and Biden campaign officials, it appears as though the former vice president has jumbled elements of at least three actual events into one story of bravery, compassion and regret that never happened. So the facts of the matter here are that Biden visited, the, uh, visited, visited this province in Afghanistan uh, when he was a senator in 2008, not a vice president.
4: Oh, no. The,
0: uh, not the vice president. The guy who actually did what Biden is describing was an army specialist, not a navy captain. So there was an event okay. like this. Yeah, Fine. I mean, branch and rank. But the problem is that's not the guy that Biden pinned a medal on. Yeah. That that guy uh earned a medal of honor and not a silver star and was awarded by Obama at the White House, not Biden in Afghanistan. Ooh. So that's a problem. You know, if it's just you mixed up the branch and the the rank, yeah, fair enough. But he's jumbling things in, in more than just that way. The post writes Uh, quote, in the space of three minutes, Biden got the time period, the location, the heroic act, the type of medal, the military branch and the rank of the recipient wrong, as well as his own role in the ceremony. So that's quite a lot.
4: But this Uh, is old man stuff.
0: Well, Biden in Biden's defense, and we'll get to what he said and what the facts of the matter are in video in a second. Biden's story is rooted in another event in 2011 then Vice President Biden pinned a medal on Army Staff Sergeant Chad Workman uh, and Chad Workman I believe was trying to save a fellow soldier who was in a burning vehicle and Workman says he didn't believe he deserved or earned the award because that man did not make it if I understand the story correctly but here's a, a video breakdown of what Biden said and the facts of the matter
2: one of his buddies got shot fell down a ravine about 60 feet This guy climbed down a ravine, carried this guy up on his back under fire, and the general wanted me to pin the Silver Star on him. He stood at attention. I went to pin him. I said, "Sir, I don't want the damn thing. Do not pin it on me, sir. Please, sir, do not do that." He died. He died. But the Washington Post dug into the story and determined Biden got the time period, the location, the heroic act, the type of medal, the military branch and the rank of the recipient wrong, as well as his own role in the ceremony. Biden seems to have conflated several events. Kyle White, the serviceman he describes, an Army specialist, not a Navy captain, was actually presented with the Medal of Honor by President Obama in Washington, D.C. But the vice president did pin a medal on a different man in a different part of Afghanistan for a different act of valor, Army Staff Sergeant Jeremiah Workman, who tried to rescue a fellow soldier from a burning vehicle. Workman telling the Post he did say to Biden then, I don't want it, he died. And Workman adds Biden looked him in the eye and said softly, I know you don't. Okay, so the
0: conversation sounds legitimate, but the the premise of the conversation isn't quite right uh biden himself responded to the post story in in at least two instances speaking with the post jonathan capehart biden says quote i was making the point how courageous these people are how incredible they are this generation of warriors these fallen angels we've lost i don't know what the problem is what is it that i said wrong and then campaigning in south carolina biden said i don't understand what we're talking about but the central point Uh, about it was absolutely correct what i said he refused the medal i put it on him he said don't do that to me sir he died he died
4: okay Uh, he's too old that's the real problem here
0: (laughs) we could solve it that way i i i have okay what's wrong with this is at least two things in my perspective first of all it, it shows that you don't actually take great care with the stories that you tell on the campaign trail it's just about grandstanding and not the actual facts um and and the other issue i have here is that it's i think it's actually really disrespectful to these sailors and these soldiers just jumbling up these stories kind of shows you don't actually take great care in listening and understanding and considering each of those individual stories i don't think
4: there was intent here i think this is just old man memory confusion nonsense
0: i agree i don't think it's sinister in that he's inventing a story for political gain i think he probably sincerely has a false memory or has conflated some things so i'm not saying that he's throwing american service members under the bus or anything like that um i just think that if you take these stories as seriously as you ought to you're less likely to jumble them together that but that assumes that you're a person of fit mind and perhaps joe biden isn't i don't know he's a person of elderly mind that's for sure yeah but the other issue I have with this, too, is is Biden has campaigned— member in Iowa, another one of his gaffes recently. We, we choose truth over facts, he says, which, of course, doesn't make any sense. That but the sounded point he's prepared, making, though. <laughs> the point he's making is the importance of factual information in contrast to the president and conservatives and his political opponents who apparently are loose with factual information. That was the accusation. So either the general spirit—if Joe Biden wants to go with the general spirit of what I'm saying is correct— so the, the factual details are less important than the, the overall message. Okay, but that, that has to apply to your political opponents too. You need to pick a rule here because you're not necessarily choosing truth over facts in the spirit of the well, phrase. Can you, you imagine
4: him in like economic talks with China? That mentality would be a disaster.
0: I don't want him to be president. I mean, I, I don't want to imagine him in any presidential role. Uh esp- <laughs> especially I mean, your theory is probably the correct one. I don't need to overthink this any more than just an old man has an old brain that's getting older. He couldn't remember apparently Barack Obama's name when he was describing, I forget where this campaign stop was, but he's on the campaign trail and he's describing uh, the Russian annexation of Crimea and the president and the vice president's reaction and role in that. And he calls Obama president my boss. Here we go.
2: Because they invaded another country and uh, annexed a significant portion of it called Crimea. Right. He's saying that it was President my boss. It was his fault.
0: And what actually has me worried about that is it's not just President uh, my boss, it's President my boss. The, The cadence of it is so bizarre. You know what I'm saying? It's not just like, oh, what's his name? I can't remember moving on. It's
4: And would you think of him as your boss?
0: I don't know. That that right there to me reeks of old man brain. That one. I I don't think there's any other way to characterize that.
4: Yeah. Mm. If he were younger, I'd say he has a drug adult brain. But (laughs) since he's old, I think this is just old man brain. Yeah. Um I don't know. I think that my evaluate my former evaluation that he needs to stop talking is the best way to go.
0: He's I I suppose I must acknowledge that my my advice to him to start making an affirmative case for himself rests upon his ability to do that coherently. And I'm not convinced that he can. And it's not it used to be that Joe Biden just like A lot of the case against Joe Biden, I think he's just kind of a friendly guy, you know, even with his weird touching issues like Joe Biden's just an off the cuff friendly guy who doesn't think super critically about the things that he says before he says them. Some of this stuff is like it's not just being being loose and friendly. It's like your brain's not working right. Those are the kind of gaffes that we're getting into, not just politically incorrect, but your brain is not processing information correctly
4: yeah
0: of course you get into conspiracy theory territory if you start talking about does he in fact have some kind of health condition or something like that i don't he's an
4: old know. man he surely has at least a few health conditions he's
0: what is he 80 yet or he's right about there he's not uh, quite i'm 80? not sure i
4: don't think he's quite 80 hmm.
0: i mean just think about talking with your average 80 year old yeah you're he's gonna 76. see 76 some... okay so he's not quite there but but he has the tight
4: face re- of a 65 year
0: old <laughs> and yeah and a great smile Great smile as well. Anyway, I'm sure we'll have more gaffes to discuss more Joe Biden gaffes each and every week since uh, he's still, he's still up in the polls that uh, Monmouth poll that had him behind uh, or at least in a statistical tie with Sanders and Warren this week, looks like it was an outlier. All the other polls that are coming out still have him maintaining about a 10 point lead over the competition, something like 30% to 20%. So Again, I don't know as, what it
4: is. I I've got a soft spot for. I don't know what it is.
0: Is that would that be your pick? Is that the is that the campaign? Only season because you he's watch?
4: a he's a losing candidate. I mean, the most interesting one I think would be Kamala Harris, but um, I think she's out. I think it's probably going to be Elizabeth Warren.
0: I think Trump beats Warren more easily than Biden. That would be my guess. Yeah,
4: but that's only for you know how interesting the campaign season would be. Yeah, uh, but you know somebody no matter how much I disagree with them, when I see that they're being their their brain is being eroded by age, like I just always my instinct is to pity them. And like I'm getting there with Joe. I'm like, oh oh you poor old man. Yeah, That's like, not a good reaction, you know? Go
0: home and be with your family,
4: man. Yeah. But yeah.
0: he'll he'll prove me wrong and he'll be the president of the United States and we'll be doing these gaff breakdowns each and every week. Go for it, Joe.
4: He just seems so much older than Trump.
0: Mentally, yes.
4: Like to me, he seems like 20, he's 20 years older than Trump.
0: Trump says off the wall shit, don't get me wrong. He says like weird stuff and he makes weird quips, but I don't ever look at Trump and think um, like his brain is not functioning correctly.
4: No, I just think he's impulsive and he always has been.
0: Yes, he's impulsive, he's reactionary, he's very quick to defend himself, he's very ego-driven, all of those things. But I don't look at him and think, like, his brain is trying to assemble information that it physically cannot. (laughs) I've never had that impression. So I don't think, whatever's going on, I don't think Trump is as mentally aged as Joe Biden is. We'll see how this plays out, though. Some news over on uh, Twitter (laughs) crazy things going on on Twitter this week, but when are they not? I suppose it's always outrage, outrage and hacking things that drive Twitter on a weekly basis. So maybe it's that not that outside of the norm, but um, there was this, uh, (laughs) this brief and short lived. I don't know if this boycott ever actually meant anything to the bottom line of Olive Garden, but they were threatening to make it happen. This was, this was just bizarre. So last Sunday, a single rando on Twitter I don't even know if they have the original tweet in here. I don't think they do because it's it's deleted now. Oh, no, here it is. Denise Edgerton. If you're saying who the hell is Denise Edgerton, that's because nobody knows. This is just a (laughs) random person, random progressive person on Twitter posts on Sunday. uh, Quote, Olive Garden is funding Trump's reelection in 2020. It would be terrible if you shared this and Olive Garden lost business. That got something like fifty nine thousand uh, likes and, and up to about fifty eight thousand retweets, and then a whole bunch of tweets spread making this claim until Olive Garden's official account, the, whoever the social media <laughs> intern at Olive Garden is, was on and hates uh, their job. Yeah, had had to do some extra hours that day responding to all of maybe not all, but a lot of these tweets with the same tweet repeated over and over again. We don't know where this information came from, but it is incorrect. Our company does not donate to presidential candidates. Now, of course, um, corporations cannot directly donate to a presidential candidate's campaign, uh, but you can you can look at, um, at public records on campaign donations and figure out if high-level executives in the company have donated on an individual basis or if there are employees donating on a significant basis individually. You can also look to see if there are political action committees that Olive Garden might be supporting that are affiliated or in support of the president people have already gone through and looked at opensecrets.org which publishes all of this public uh, campaign finance information and they, there's basically no significant olive garden associated uh support for trump i think where um, did our, she get this nobody knows our so friend, she just pulled it out of her ass Our friend Neo and Realist looked at this too in a video I was watching earlier this week, and there's like one waiter in Austin, Texas, who gave like 200 bucks to Trump. Now, is that is that Olive Garden giving money? That's just a guy who works at Olive Garden who likes Trump. Okay, so yeah, there's no nobody knows what the source of the information is, and presumably there isn't a source because again, all of that information is public and nobody can find it. Uh, And and basically the lesson here is what you're left with is just leftist sabotaging business or eager to jump on this bandwagon of business sabotage on the mere whiff, on the scent, or a little bit of blood in the water claiming Trump support. They want to jump all over it and toss all those free breadsticks overboard. And... um, and, and I just Twitter is getting to be a hilarious place because you can you can do this sort of business sabotage. I don't know what the cost to Olive Garden was. It seems like this was resolved fairly quickly, that the truth cleared it up. But you can have this attempted business sabotage based on nothing. And that's not deemed like targeted harassment or anything like that. But if you call a man a woman or or you know, or you uh you get in a fight with a tranny like Jessica Yaniv, you <laughs> yeah. you're banned forever. Although I guess Lindsay Shepard is back now. But the the rules, of course, just get all sorts of crazy. And this is... um, It's not necessarily Twitter's fault fault either. We've cultivated a culture where people are just willing to believe any of that... They're so thirsty for a target, I suppose, to direct their rage at. That the factual information to justify their rage is secondary to their need just to have somebody to tear down. And in this, this week, it was Olive Garden. But I... It's just so weird. Can you, I, I don't live my life to tear down other people. Can you imagine living like that? I, I live my life looking for Trump supporters to destroy.
4: Even leftists, I just, they, they kind of have to come at me. That's not true. Nope. As soon as that escaped my mouth, I knew it was a lie. Um, <laughs> there but, are you know, plenty of
0: lives maybe you want to destroy. I don't know.
4: Yeah, but I don't invest a ton of energy into it. Like we were talking about this last week, weren't we? Like How often throughout the day do you think about Jared Holt?
0: oh every day i i I dream i dream of the hit piece i mean
4: i i never think about him or becca lewis and those are people that have expressly tried to ruin my life
0: yeah it's it's an exhausting way to live man but uh maybe i I haven't gone to olive garden in years maybe i should just as a gesture of solidarity maybe i should go down for a very mediocre canned italian american meal
4: they got good Um, breadsticks though
0: is it is it legit i don't know
4: no i
0: I can't tell you the last time i went it's probably been at least a decade but there is one in town i could go hit it up Hmm. meanwhile on twitter jack dorsey twitter ceo jack dorsey's account was hacked sent out racist tweets uh including the n-word i forget what the n-word one said jessica alba's
4: was better i think it
0: was just f n words what's jessica alba
4: (laughs) when she got hacked it was Jessica alba right
0: what did it say
4: Things along these lines, but it was more like, it was more trolley. And then at Buffalo Wild Wings had a good one. A few. Oh yeah, I remember that back. one. I yeah.
0: screenshot that one. You mm-hmm. know what happened to me actually? Uh, there was this weird case on. So Adidas allows you to make like custom soccer jerseys, and if if people were going to Adidas website and making custom soccer jerseys with whatever name on the back you want, yeah. Use your imagination to think of the names that people would want printed on these jerseys. And then when you did it, it, I don't know what the system was, but it would auto tweet to Adidas account. And so there, there were all these jerseys, pictures of jerseys popping up on this Adidas account that said things like F the kill all gas, those fill in the slurs you prefer. And I didn't understand. I didn't understand it at first. So I just tweeted out what, and it was a screenshot of one of the Adidas tweets in the jerseys, Twitter punished me. I was locked <laughs> out and I couldn't get back in until I did acknowledge, right. acknowledge my rule breaking and delete the screenshot of Adidas tweet <laughs> because it said I had a racial slur in it because Adidas had tweeted it out. They punished me for that, even yeah. though it's Twitter's system doing this. Anyway, so, so Jack Conti, or Jack Conti, Jack uh, Dorsey. I always confuse my Jacks, Patreon Jack and uh, Twitter Jack. Yeah, here's some, of the, here's some of the tweets, screenshots. Sorry, I should clarify. He didn't say Hitler did nothing wrong. He retweeted someone saying Nazi Germany did nothing <laughs> wrong. And then Jack said FN words. And there's a whole bunch of these. I don't know. Uh, there was something about like a bomb, a bomb threat too that he had done. That's anyway. so funny
4: that, that they got Jack. These must have been kind what? of sophisticated hackers because I would imagine that he had all of his bases covered. In terms of security. apparently
0: not at least if wired is to be believed, but i'll get to that in a moment I guess how they <laughs> did i guess how they I, did this was this is a this is a, a technique i'm unfamiliar with, but it's called sim swapping. These hackers apparently can publish tweets on a victim's profile using twitter's text to, or tweet to text service after they trick a phone provider into transferring a victim's cell phone number onto a phone owned by the hackers, so the hackers must somehow convince. Verizon or AT&T. Yes, I am oh. Jack Dorsey. Here's my phone number. Please put my phone number on this phone or something like that.
4: Interesting. So they must have just gotten some of his pri- some of his private information from public yeah. records
0: and then tricked his provider into believing that he got a different phone.
4: What a worthless provider.
0: I don't know. I see at the bottom of this business insider reporting and I don't know who the provider was either. I don't know if it's at t or Verizon or who this who this was. But at the bottom of this business insider reporting, Wired says that smartphone users can protect themselves from SIM swapping, this particular tactic, by adding a passcode to their carrier account, which I have on mine. There's a PIN you have to have to access any of the account information, or using a third party app such as Google Authenticator or Authy for two factor yeah. authentication. I'm inferring from this that jack dorsey did not do those things i don't know but don't you if, have
4: everything two-factor
0: everything where i can because yeah. i assume that people are going to try to do this sort of thing to me yeah. whether they're trying to steal my money or they're trying to publish hitler did nothing wrong tweets or whatever it is they're trying to do
4: somebody please hack into my gab account and do that nobody will think it's a lie
0: well they'll have to hack in and they'll hack in and post like This is a very nice young lady running for state Senate in Idaho. You should vote for her (laughs) and her progressive agenda. That's (laughs) that's what it would be. Uh, So so, yeah, apparently if this is if the implication here is to be believed, even Jack Dorsey doesn't um, treat his security uh, with that much sincerity.
4: So was this the tactic they used for Buffalo Wild Wings? Do you know?
0: I don't know, but they said these guys, I'm not familiar with them, they're called like Chuckle Squad or something, but apparently they just did a round of YouTube hacks too, so make sure you have your YouTube bases covered as well, or else they'll hack your YouTube channel. (laughs) Before we're Uh, finished up for the night, uh, we have the update, we have the update from the Burmax Cafe. in Canada, in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And now, the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? Or uh, or Trudeau's Canada. One of the two. It's Trudeau's Canada hoax hate of the week. Yeah. Because uh, as I mentioned at the top of the show, recall the story of the Burmax Cafe in Winnipeg. It is owned by a or was owned by a Jewish family. We covered it at the time when this story broke in April, I believe. The restaurant was not doing so well financially, and the fa- the family was unable to sell it. So one night they called nine one one claiming the mom had been beaten unconscious. Oh
4: yeah, I'm just and, remembering this now. Okay. And their
0: restaurant had been ransacked by Nazis or a Nazi who painted swastikas on the property. I think there's a picture of the swastika.
4: Weren't they correctly oriented?
0: This one is. It's not at the right angle, but the, the arms are the right orientation. It needs to be at a 45 degree. It looks like they got the men's room. Nazi <laughs> went to the bathroom is how this happened. Well, in April, the family was charged with hoaxing the whole thing. We didn't get a good understanding at the time of what the evidence against them was, but court documents now reveal uh, a good bulk of it and how Mm -hmm. this story unraveled. So police, of course, checked cameras mounted on transit buses and streetlights, as well as checking the family's uh, cell phone records and communications, plus information in their alarm system and the restaurant's Wi-Fi routers. A subplot here to consider is just remembering, not just for the sake of hoax hate or whatever it is that you may be doing that you don't want recorded, holy cow is everything that you do recorded on your own system or on systems that are just out there. The amount of cameras that are in Winnipeg, apparently at every traffic light recording what's going on. There's not a lot that you can be doing out in public without having some eye seeing you do it. So for better or worse, just be aware of, of that going on, especially if you're trying to trick people into believing that Nazis attacked your cafe. But, um, a lot of this a lot of the the public camera stuff helped debunk the family's story on what happened, so the family had claimed that the son and the father, Alexander and Maxim went to Home Depot after the restaurant had closed or around closing time, and that the mom was the only one there, and the Nazis came and kicked her ass and and spray painted the place and just smashed windows and stuff but um Oh, I lost my place here. Oh, but the video evidence. So they they, they looked at the video evidence from these streetlight cameras and other public cameras. And it revealed that the dad did in fact go to Home Depot, including security footage at the Home Depot itself. There he is shopping. So dad goes to Home Depot, but the son did not. So the son claims he was seated in the passenger seat with his dad driving to Home Depot, but he was never in the car. There's multiple images of the car. There's nobody in the passenger seat. So we know that the son is not being truthful. It's believed, and other evidence suggests, that the son was there the whole time with his mom, who was beaten unconscious by this Nazi. They also had an ADT security system with cameras. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) shock of shocks, the security system was not recording video when this attack happened. No. Yeah. But I don't know if the family realized that the security system does still record a log of every door that is opened or closed. Uh, in addition to sound. So there was the sound of glass breaking. In addition, the alarm system had been manipulated. Uh, apparently, you can set bypass zones. So what you're doing basically is is setting it up such that uh, any breach will not be sent to the cops at that particular point in time. And shock of shocks, that happened Right before the restaurant was trashed, it was very unfortunate timing that they just happened to disable these security features yeah. right before the Nazis shut up. Yeah, the old
4: Nazis Epstein treatment. You think Qasad <laughs> was involved in this one? Yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe they're behind. Maybe they are Epstein conspir- uh, conspirators. They <laughs> certainly have a similar story. Yeah. So the investigators believe that the family manipulated the system in an attempt to bypass the alarms, so the ADT would not notify the police when the alarms occurred. The ADT system logged a dozen. Glass break alarms, so the, the glass is breaking all over the place. While dad went to the Home Depot, police believe that the broken glass was caused by the only people left in the building, the, the mom sun. and the son. Yeah. Security logs show no doors opened or closed after the dad left, and no windows were broken either, so no one other than the family entered or exited the building after closing. You know that through their own security system. And again, the family still denies all of this. They still claim, they're still sticking with the story that some weird magical Nazi showed up and did all this. In addition, the son apparently waited 24 minutes to call an ambulance for his supposedly unconscious mother. The son did not provide CPR to his mom after reporting she was not breathing, despite being told numerous times to do so by the 911 operator. Uh, in the in. <laughs> In pursuit of the presumption of innocence and fairness, the family still has to uh, get its day in court. They uh, maintain their innocence. Their next scheduled court date is October 3rd. And, of course, as we saw from our lovely listeners in Winnipeg, you cannot get any food at the Burmax Cafe anymore. It's closed down. Who knows what's moving in there next?
4: Next, they're going to come out and say that anybody that questions them is an anti-Semite, a terrible, terrible (sighs) anti-Semite. Um, I mean, we're so good at being able to tell what is and is not actual hoax hate. I think we've only gotten one wrong ever.
0: There have been a few. and Well, and the thing is, you just the don't know. The real estate his... one,
4: though, but I'm still suspicious about that one.
0: Yeah, and there's also that, remember several years ago, or a couple of years ago, there was that one church in Virginia with that stupid childlike note on it, but then it turns out that like an actual developmentally disabled Nazi oh, did yeah. attack them or something.
4: The retard and Nazi, the, that's right.
0: And And, I, and the thing is, The vast majority of these cases just disappear. You never actually get the information. So where it comes out that it was actually some Hitlerian figure who did the attacking, I always want to return to the story. Most of them just float away. And so they get their $2,000 on GoFundMe. The police in whatever small town decide it's not worth their time anymore. The case goes cold. And you get away with burning down your own house or something like that. I'm very curious to see about that that latest case in Ohio, of someone we believe burning down their own house, but there's no information on that still. I, I haven't seen at least. Whatever
4: happened to that uh, Jewish professor at Columbia University <laughs> who had who written extensively a yid on the Holocaust? Or and something? she wrote, yeah. <laughs> Did we ever a follow up from that one?
0: I don't think so. I don't. Oh, that remember. was a
4: hilarious one. Yeah, she yid everywhere. Yeah, and and, and don't, poorly and don't for, oriented swap Don't sport.
0: forget the one guy in Indiana, the Ben Shapiro inspired artisan Iron Cross creator.
4: That one was real, right?
0: Yeah, that was a real one.
4: Yeah, he was with his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although we did say like those are good Iron Crosses. I
0: thought for sure it was fake, but you you were skeptical, you know. Ah. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's catch up with uh, Super Chat and I Call of night.
4: Sure. Maybe I'll go to Olive Garden. Do you have um, one?
0: Well, uh, never mind. Moving on.
4: <laughs> blippity blue. Hey, Matt, I was wondering if you had an opinion on the Zoe Quinn and Alec Holaka. Holaka. Haloka. Insanity. I don't know. I know. Who Zoe I, I don't.
0: I, I, that's news to me, whatever is going on there.
4: Sorry, blippity blue. Hmm. Uh, Lunderwear. By the way, Suarez International makes m forearm and brace kit for the Mossberg shockwave
0: oh that's good to know I will uh, I'm gonna write that down right now Suarez S-U-A-R-E-Z is that what it is okay yeah I'll have to look that up because I am still looking for that so thanks for the intel
4: um Ryan Yakamoto last show I'll be watching in the US for a while wanted to show some love before I fly out later this week keep up the good work uh we'll have a good trip thank you
0: and thanks for tuning in
4: um Joshy boy says damn it let Matt have this one blonde what is that referring to
0: Oh, the hit piece, I think. It must be the the hit piece. The one wow. feather in my cap.
4: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, Man 917 says, ha, gay? <laughs> uh, Kevin Flanagan says, lol. Apparently IDW and all light means cucked boomer columns. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Iyama yeah. Fago. I hope you helped my channel get a hit piece and put us on the map. Thanks again for coming on our show, Blonde. Uh, yes, I was on the generational gap yesterday two days ago
0: you should uh you should give me that audio so i can put it on our podcast oh cool i will
4: um so check it out the generational gap i also have it linked on my channel um at the bottom of the page under other appearances sweet uh lunderwear still waiting on breaking news about hillary clinton caught on cctv at a thrift store buying a prison guard halloween costume bed sheets (laughs) and a cloth rag you know to wipe the servers she's Uh, getting a
0: start on halloween she's going uh as herself
4: i guess yeah seriously (laughs) yeah um son of the wolf they had to resurrect jim henson to make an rbg puppet for that interview no way that mummy is still alive Yeah, she looks terrible um, uh i would
0: i'd believe that jim henson is still alive over her
4: yeah really hmm. uh anna frazier hi i usually miss live but i had to thank you guys especially matt's vids for red pilling me this this summer wow Oh, cool! Um, well, I'm a high school in. junior, and I'm glad I'll have my thoughts in order before college. Planning on med school, so sadly, a necessary evil. Good girl.
0: Well, you're getting uh, you're getting a good skill there, and I, I don't know. Actually, I should I shouldn't say it's immune because I've I've spoken with some med students even as of late. Well,
4: where, the tranny thing has permeated the medical. Yeah, pain.
0: like even that. You would think that medicine, being a fairly objective field of study and a, a data driven, research driven field of study would be less susceptible to the sort of social engineering that we see in certain social studies, obviously, but yeah. apparently that's not the case. So, uh, yes, I hope, uh, good luck in medical school. And I hope it's, I hope it's minimized,
4: but only go if you don't want a baby ever, if you don't <laughs> ever want to have a baby.
0: Consider blondes fasci Academy
4: for real. Uh, yeah. I mean, can you imagine being a doctor and having kids? What a nightmare. And then you well, were ben like
0: Shapiro's wife does it.
4: And then you're like $250,000 <laughs> in debt. You're still poor during residency and you're trying to raise kids. I mean, it all takes like. Sounds 10 tough. Years. Yeah, yeah I would. That sounds like it. a nightmare. Um, good luck, Anna. I'm sorry. It's, the bitchiness, it just, just radiates. Just tossing
0: water me. all over her dreams. A young, a young person with the right values and goals and you're.
4: And she's you red pilled. No, that's yeah. true. I mean, but, you know, when, when chicks are 17, they aren't thinking about like. Oh, when I'm 27 and I'm in 250 grand of debt and I want to have kids and I'm not making any money. It's like med, med school in particular is very tough on families.
0: Yeah. I mean, at, but at least in a field like med school or going to law school, you are much more likely to get into a field of work that will allow you to pay off the debt as opposed to like a $100,000 gender studies degree, something like that.
4: Yeah, but you're still going to be an absentee parent like well, what work life balance you, is possible being a doctor
0: yeah you'd have to have an un an unorthodox family arrangement whatever right, the circumstance right. yeah. stay-at-home dad is yeah. um
4: yeah it's gonna be necessary uh glorious laser chicken says i hope andrew yang makes it to the california primary i want to vote for him in the slim chance that we get a mega versus yang gang meme more <laughs> instead <laughs> of trump steamrolling biden into 2020 yeah
0: that would be good i i d- Listen, I voted Trump primarily for entertainment in 2016 in the primaries. And <laughs> I, I, you know, I probably Montana has open primaries. I'll probably do it again, although we don't vote till June. Yeah. So unless it's a tight competition next year. But I'll, I would vote in the Democratic primary for the entertainment factor next year. I probably will.
4: And so would I. Michael Lazari, Just listen to The Colin Show. Don't feel bad about making jokes about the cliff diving muff divers. The only punitive <laughs> justice against them we'll see is continued mockery of them and then some. You know, for
0: unfortunately, the kids are collateral, though.
4: I know for a situation where six children died. We sure have extracted a lot of comedic value from that. Also, I doubt it where that clip, for those of you that don't know, come from an actual murder, comes from an actual murder.
0: It's it's still being adjudicated. They're in court. OK, it's, it not, was,
4: it's not a murder. It was a self-defense fatality.
0: They shot a guy. They, they definitely
4: to death. They didn't just yeah, shoot him. Like, but that dead. guy
0: threatened to kill them and had a baseball bat.
4: Yeah. So, so I yeah. guess you wouldn't call it a murder, would you?
0: Well, that's what uh, jurors in the state of Texas are deciding <laughs> as we speak.
4: The source, he says, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, after an incredible, eight incredible months, I'm ending my presidential campaign. Sounds like a late term campaign abortion. <laughs> Aren't we supposed to celebrate or something? I um, guess.
0: Yeah. Very, very brave of her. Take control of her life that way.
4: Kevin Flanagan, to be fair, Glacier diseases are less crazy than the claim of offing 6 million with insecti- insecticide and turning ah! them into soap and lampshades.
0: Disavow.
4: <laughs> I only read that one because I didn't read the other two or three. Um, right. Hobo Frodo, resurrecting old diseases from dormancy isn't a ludicrous notion. The Spanish flu, for example, is a deadly virus that still infects the clothing of victims long dead and could come back easily. Okay, I didn't know that.
0: Um, I don't know. I need to. It's not that diseases can't survive a long time. I just need to see evidence that they are in fact stored in glaciers. One, that they're stored in glaciers, and two, that glacial recession that is uniquely caused by climate change, carbon yeah. carbon dioxide based or greenhouse gas based climate change. There's so many layers to that claim. To get to the conclusion because it's not just that claim, it's the conclusion that we must radically change our economy eliminating all fossil fuels yeah to avoid the glacial diseases i need to see each level of that substantiated and the fact that there are apparently dangerous diseases frozen within glaciers is just one of the layers of the insanity
4: yep so. um laurel says i love blonde's top that is all thank you i wore ah, well, britney's wedding and i'm wearing pajama bottoms mm. uh leonis congrats on the hit piece matt even though it is a small <laughs> one you have to start somewhere i am loving yeah. your shirt blonde it looks good on you thank you um Hassan Chop, I'd be more scared of contracting a medieval disease from walking around Seattle here than any glacier melting. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure.
0: What was the plague they said that's in uh LA? Plague. Yeah, it's like some some medieval uh disease that you yeah. can get there in the homeless encampments
4: um deep center field press have a good labor day my my favorite not sees you made <laughs> you made the spider web of radicals first and second team all american radicals that's progress keep radicalizing them. yeah so
0: i i may not have made becca lewis's but i made some weird brazilian peoples <laughs> i'll take what i can get
4: capitalism for the win beta o'rourke uh he had an ar-18 the arma Light ar-18 is a gas operated selective fire rifle chambered 5.56 and 45 millimeter nato ammunition therefore it is already banned Shaking really head, it isn't area AR-18, and i kind of hope that he tries
0: well he said he picked one up at a gun show without a background check and i don't know really that much though? about the, the uh, he has video of him doing this i don't know what rifle he bought or whatever but i was googling the ar-18 because i'm not familiar with that and apparently it's it's very rare i didn't know about the legal status of it or not but yeah, I was interested. I thought, well, if you have a very rare collectible rifle and you just found it at random at a gun show and you got a good price on it, that sounds pretty sweet. You should should probably sell that for a nice profit. For but real. If you have one hanging out.
4: Um, Kevin Smith, if only stoner rifles were as popular as the AR-15, would the left know how to demonize them as much? Hmm. Uh, the Forsworn King. I find it eerie that politicians have duped citizens into thinking that handing over their rights is a good thing when children are cheering Beto uh, Buscemi as some sort of hero for wanting your guns confiscated. That is a failure of society, failure in society. Rather.
0: I, if we get to the point where this is voted on in Congress and actually passes, let's say the Democrats control everything next time around. The only way I, I will support his plan under one condition that Beto himself has to go take the guns. Then then I will allow passage. <laughs> do it. When he knocks on my door, listen, I'll say this. If Beto O'Rourke knocked on my door uh, under the premise that he was going around the neighborhood to get everybody else's guns, Beto, if you come to my door and do that, I'll say here you go, sir. You're yeah, going to really. need these for the rest of the, the house. Right? Yeah. And I'm going to pull out a lawn chair and I'm going to watch you breach those doors with these guns. Yeah, really. I Start get doors,
4: <laughs> Slender man.
0: It, yes. I will support it under that premise.
4: <laughs> uh, downskated. I use my concealed carry twice, just displaying once and deploying it the second time to stop criminals from coming at wow. me. Never fired around, but I prefer it that way. Always be vigilant. Thank you. And, th-
0: and, and I'm glad to hear that you were able to to take control of the situation that way. And again, that's the type of situation. I don't know if there were criminal implications. I assume he would have mentioned if there were, but how many cases like that happen that are statistically not measurable?
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how would you know?
0: You never know. You never know just simple discouragement uh, or deterrence by whether you brandish a firearm or even a sign that says enter at your own risk. There's some, uh, you know, there's, there's some danger here. If you try it, you never know. Tyler. It's, it's a lot.
4: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Tyler Hummel uh, recently i have been radicalized by all the spicy anti boomer takes on the right. I'm now beginning to consider the boomer question. We must take <laughs> drastic measures to protect our generation. Yeah. Day I would say that time Day would take rope. care of that. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's, they're going to live forever. They're my parents are going out outlive me. They will.
0: You think so? Hmm.
4: Uh, yeah, I told you. Spite keeps the the odium women alive.
0: <laughs> That's right, but you have plenty yourself. You Me, can, you've got I don't a good know. Reserve. I'm
4: soft on Joe Biden. Something's gone wrong. That's true. Uh, Ridge Severance or severance says, "Longtime listener from Midland. First reports oh. were multiple shooters. Due mm. to this guy driving around shooting at random people, Sam's Club barricaded its doors, then cared for and protected its customers. Respect. Good for that.
0: Good. And I hope everybody's doing as well as they can. And and I'm sorry that this happened in your community. It sucks."
4: Travis Bae, hey guys, got my girlfriend into the show. Blonde, you have one more female fan on your channel. Ooh, uh, love you, honey bee. Also to Beto, <laughs> I'll quote the Spartans and say "Molon Labe," which translates to "Come and get 'em." Yep, that's
0: a Nazi phrase too. Now the "Come and take it," uh, right. that's a Nazi phrase. In addition to "Don't tread on me" and like basically all the foundational flags or um, or you know old school saying. That one dates back to prior to the founding of this country, obviously. Yep. But, But yeah, it's interesting how the catchy phrases associated with the founding philosophy of this country are treated as Nazi symbolism now.
4: Yep. Hmm. Um, Mito says, by taking guns away, ergo making specific weapons illegal, you only create a surplus of weapons on the black market by targeting the problem this way, they make the problem worse. Absolutely. Semper ad melioria that's definitely true uh, for the record in Chicago from eight twenty-five to 831, 63 people shot 12 killed. Damn.
0: Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah, nobody No, cares. it's not news. Irrelevant.
4: Um, Joseph Duff. Coolistics. I once sent Matt a message, Matt, a link to a trauma surgeon's talk on terminal ballistics. And as I recall, handguns are not terribly lethal. About six out of every seven people shot with a handgun survive. I bet not in the face though.
0: And I've seen different um, I've seen different studies on a lot of uh, like For lethality by lethality by caliber type claims. And what I've seen, and I'm happy to look at any evidence. I'm not trying to conceal information here. What I've seen hmm. is basically the age old adage that that placement matters far more than caliber, whether you're shooting with some large rifle caliber or you're shooting with a three eighty. You know, that right. a properly placed round it matters more in terms of lethality than the round itself.
4: And how many of those people are shot by accident? I bet those are more rarely yeah. fatal because you're, if you, if you shoot yourself by accident and your weapon is like in the proper position, you're going to shoot yourself in the leg, yeah. which is and, almost and, never going to kill you.
0: And and I don't know for certain, but in the premise of the shootings that or in the context of the shootings this weekend, where you had a rifle used in one case where what seven lives were lost and there a couple dozen injuries perhaps. And you have a, I guess what we presume is a handgun in the Alabama case. You have no fatalities, but 10 injuries. Fair enough. Maybe rifle versus pistol pistol caliber was the difference in the death count in that story. The point is, if we make people who have those rifles criminals, and let's say we even get most of those rifles out of homes, again, do you think this is going to stop once we only have these handgun shootings like Alabama? Or is Beto going to be out there the next weekend saying, we have to take the handguns now because yeah. people are still getting shot.
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, somebody dangerous spaces just said, leg shot could kill you if you hit the femor- femoral artery. And oh yeah, that's absolutely. True. It definitely could kill you, but I'd imagine that, um, that accidental discharge have a lower fatality than other types of uh, gun crimes. And, and well, and but that that's gets difficult too. Though, because
0: Well, but it's off. That sort of stuff is counted in the activist research generally of quote unquote gun deaths. If it's fatal suicides, two thirds of their numbers are suicides. They count them as gun deaths. Right. Okay. In the same way they count a murder as a gun death.
4: Yeah. Which it is. I mean, aren't those the only ones that really matter? Yeah. the The
0: distinction that matters is someone, an aggressor taking someone else's life versus someone taking their own. Right. And I, Suicide sucks. Of course, I want suicide minimized, too. But it's a fundamentally different act than killing another person. To to lump those together and act like guns are the sole cause.
4: Especially considering that people on the right are always talking about self-defense as a means of, uh, you know, uh, retaining 2A. So I don't know why suicide would be a pertinent statistic. Well,
0: and... and even though certain regions of this country do have a significant suicide problem, Montana being one of them. I don't know about Idaho, Alaska similarly. A lot of it has to do with it's rural isolated communities yeah. that you don't have access to the help that you need sometimes. And if you in terms of suicide rates by country, the US is not actually that high. Yeah. And you can look at places like Japan that have a serious suicide problem comparatively where almost nobody owns a gun. Yeah. You can you if Jeffrey Epstein can hang himself and break his neck bones with paper thin bed sheets, you can find a way to get it done if you if you've set your mind to the task of ending your own life. Unfortunately, guns may make the task easier, but they're again they're not the cause. They're not. There's you have to make that decision to pull that trigger.
4: And women uh, rarely commit suicide by firearms. Yeah. Um, Except
0: for the YouTube shooter who shot herself in the stomach or whatever.
4: How bizarre! God, man. Um hold my vegan kebab. Uh SB says, Cheers to you, Matt and Blonde. I won't be able to listen live tonight. My friends and I are off to graffiti, the old synagogue. (laughs) Just remember (laughs) the spokes go clockwise. Always remember the spokes go
0: clockwise. Yeah, I I remember it because they're supposed to be like an S shape. You should see an S shape. Yeah, it shouldn't be backwards.
4: Um, Canadian conservative, I have cans and water bottles to defend myself and my property. Vote the neocon is the only opinion (laughs) I have. Uh, Sock Puppet Joe, the quartering did a video about the guy who might be a homeless soldier according uh, according to a letter written to Blair White and others.
0: The uh, the shooter? Are we talking about the shooter here or what? I
4: do not know.
0: Ho- that I'd be surprised if he's homeless but driving around. Is he living in his car? Is that what, what it would be?
4: I don't know. I have no hmm. idea. I'm sorry. But um, and they said he
0: had a job too if he got fired from it. So I don't know who we're talking about here. But it, it's possible, I suppose.
4: Uh, oh, the Tim Pool guy.
0: Oh, um, the guy who tried to break into Tim Pool's house was homeless. Gotcha. Okay.
4: Uh, Big Red Doggy. Great show tonight while enjoying a very nice core silver bullet. Too bad some guy in the other room keeps being too loud. Geez. So
0: Big Red Doggy is a longtime supporter of the show. He's actually hanging out at my house right now. Uh, he's in the other room. With your hot fiancé. Silver bullets. And we're gonna go um, we're gonna go shoot tomorrow at the range uh, in Labor Day celebration. We're gonna look like absolute terrorists doing it. But by the way, any any trolls, yes, all firearms are of legal configuration. None of them are not square with the ATF.
4: and additional Don't... trolls about them looking terroristy because of Matt's puby beard.
0: My beard is in full compliance. <laughs>
4: yeah. Ben Ritter, may I show you the game I'm working on? It's called Election year Knockout. Your fans in the Discord have been helping me test it. Basically, what would happen if we elected presidents via boxing? (laughs) It's funny. Uh, I I would
0: support that. That'd be fun.
4: So would I. uh, Jacob Tola, 40 chess theory. Trump never wanted Greenland. He wanted to prime the media for when trade talks break down again, and he goes to buy Hong Kong. He's got the CCP's uh, soybeans in a fight.
0: Can we trade California for Hong Kong straight up? Because like most yeah, of, really. isn't like most of the West Coast owned by the Chinese anyway?
4: Yes, fifty percent of new real estate transactions in Seattle are. So Chinese, I suppose that national. creates
0: geographic challenges because then we have an enemy that's, you know, right on our our coastline. But as a practical matter, I'd rather have Hong Kong than California. Even I want
4: ge- California back.
0: Geographic. Well, I would like to see it saved, but. I think it's going to have to fully destroy itself and rot before it's salvageable.
4: Yeah, Yeah, maybe we should have let those forest fires just burn it all down, take everything (laughs) out. And then in a hundred years, everything would be normal again, right? Hmm. Um, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, Bear Tank says, search YouTube and watch Who Told It Better, Dave Chappelle versus Owen Benjamin and decide for yourself. I think Owen did the joke better. I heard this, but I haven't watched it, so I can't opine.
0: Right, so the allegation is that Chappelle's LGBT car bit is are people saying he stole it I don't know I haven't heard Owen's bit so I don't know how close it is I don't know I
4: don't Hmm. know either I can't I can't open um nah yeah says blonde I'm sorry I talked over you during the Colin show last week I couldn't hear you at all I'm the Aussie Catholic chick mortified you're my hero oh no it's a it's a discord problem periodically like one out of every 10 calls I can't hear them or they can't hear me there's some issue it was not your fault so I'm sorry about that and thanks Um, for calling in and thanks for calling in Black magic. If you watch CNN as a show in the style of The Office, it makes a lot more sense. What are they doing with com- what they are doing with comedy is revolutionary. I can't wait to tune in now. Lol. Um, Kevin Flanagan, Imagine thinking Russia is the foreign government. Zion Don is completely owned by. What do you mean uh. by that? Stellar J Atkins. A white guy did make the most of those jokes. Owen Benjamin. The LGBTQ joke was almost a direct copy of Owen's joke from several years ago, and Owen got blacklisted nibba i suppose
0: then maybe point made i i'm gonna have to go look at owen's bit because if it's that close yeah i I, i'm unfamiliar with it so i'll have to check it out
4: Uh, i have to reload um jacob says lots of navy personnel in landlocked afghanistan (laughs) yeah that's true
1: Hmm.
4: um eventually Wright says i'm be fine me too we're both be fine um kevin flanagan the vice president's boss (laughs) So the Prime Minister of Israel, we get it, Kevin. Oh, my God. Kevin. Kevin. Uh, Cuddy says, I... <laughs> one of my grandmas has dementia. <laughs> the other Alzheimer's. I'm positive Biden has one of them. Sticks is right. The signs are there. It would hmm. be unethical for the Democrats to make him their candidate. I do think it would be unethical, yeah.
0: Well, Sticks um, has asked some very interesting questions, too, about hypotheticals that, let's say, Biden gets the nomination, but this... Whatever may be going on with him mentally accelerates as, again, this is pure speculation, but those sorts of uh, issues as you get older, if you have dementia or something like that, if you ever had a grandparent that's had dementia, they can accelerate very rapidly. Yeah. And you wonder what would happen if Biden wins the nomination and becomes genuinely mentally unfit over the course of next summer. Right. Then what do they do? Who are they going to?
4: Yeah, then what? um does
0: the dnc just pick a person is that how it would work or do they go Uh, with the runner-up
4: i don't Hmm. know i mean it's just too old he's too old uh dustin says biden is two years older than trump man he's got some city miles (laughs) yeah um, Kevin says, I think the most believable thing about all these hate crimes is that of all the races it's definitely white people who are known for vandalism and property crime. We bring that up all the time. <laughs> it's absurd. Check
0: the crime rates. It's true.
4: Yeah, totally. Uh, whitey on the moon. If Olive Garden were a real Italian restaurant, they'd be on board with sylvini and a certain ex-journalist from some decades ago. Also, I doubt it guy did nothing wrong. I agree with that. All of that, actually. This shit with is incredible. He's beloved by the people. They are going to brew a revolution there. Mm. Um, Reality Lobster. Who said I was fat in the live chat? I see you. Ooh, yeah. You didn't ban him, though? I don't care. Mm. Um, Blonde. Watch the YouTube active self-protection for tons of videos of people saving their own life with CCW. Yeah. Mm. Also, never go to Brazil or a gas station after midnight. Yeah, really. Mopar um, to you. Mopar to More power to you. That's must ah. be it. Uh, how many blondes does it take Uh, the day after the odessa shooting texas passed a bunch of new gun laws to make gun ownership less restrictive um last one whitey on the moon matt what's your take on 80 percent lower second amendment at its finest or fed bait also never change
0: i i've never actually dealt with one and thank you um i so i've not done the machining myself i've not handled one but this is what always happens you're gonna have some sort of legal standard in this case the legal definition of a firearm yeah and so, in that case, like if you if you build an AR, I think I've explained this to you before, but if, if people aren't familiar, if you build an AR, what the ATF, the federal government legally considers to be the gun is just the lower receiver, right So the part where, where that actually has your magwell, where your trigger pack is, all of that, the rest of it, the barrel, um, even the trigger pack itself, all the other stuff that actually makes the gun go bang, is not legally considered a gun and can be shipped and exchanged and sold to you. At any time, it's only that lower frame of metal that houses those mechanical parts that is considered the gun. So you have to get a background check and all that stuff to buy it. But what if the metal is not entirely completed? What if it doesn't have all the holes to put the parts in there? That's where you get an 80% lower and other 80% parts. They're 80% complete. Therefore, they don't legally count as guns. Therefore, anyone can buy them. And if you have reasonable machining skills or the equipment to do it, you can punch the holes in there necessary to assemble the rifle yourself and have, I mean, you don't have to go through a background check. You don't have to do anything. You just, you're just a guy who has some metal machining equipment and you can manufacture it all yourself. This is what happens in every single case. The federal government or even on the state level, they're going to pass some law that says this particular firearm configuration is illegal or heavily regulated. So what do the manufacturers do? They go right up to the line and basically get a functional equivalent.
4: Yeah.
0: And then they get the ATF's approval and it doesn't matter in the end. I mean, it just goes to show that like this technology clearly exists. As far as ARs or any other firearm, the technology exists. It doesn't take someone that skilled to assemble the 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 gun. And therefore no law on a piece of paper in Washington, DC is ever going to prevent someone of criminal mind and intent from assembling the tool necessary to carry out their, their desired act. Yeah. So yeah, I think the only way you get around walking right up to that line is just banning guns entirely. You say these are illegal and we're going to confiscate them all. Even in that case, especially in the world of 3d printing and the increasing ability to shape and manufacture materials. Eventually you're going to get to the point where you just have to ban blocks of metal. Or, or ban, uh, you know, shaping polymer yourself or whatever. We're just not going to manufacture things into specific shapes anymore. That's, that's the end result. If you want to get rid of the technology, but that's the thing. You can't delete technology. Everybody knows. I don't know. I feel like I should get to, the best thing I saw, and I still need to buy it. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a lower cheese grater. So it's, it's like an AR lower, but it's got all these holes in it. But they're not, in fact, the correct holes to install the parts to make the gun. It's just a cheese grater. <laughs> but that, of course, is designed to troll the ATF because is, does that count as a gun? Is that legal? No, it's just a chunk of metal in a shape that's very close to the shape of a gun, but it's not a gun.
4: I, I agree with you, but I'm also really bored.
0: I know. It's time, it's time to get out of here. Sorry. Fantasy football gun laws. Uh, I don't know, all this stuff I could talk about forever. And I, I shouldn't, I, sh- I should shut up because we still have a few people over on Streamlabs, so my mistake. Reticus says, what sci-fi movie did AOC watch that caused her to worry about frozen diseases? This is literally out of a Stephen King novel. Most bacteria can't survive virus, uh, but viruses are different, so it must be the caveman aids from, <laughs> from Gay's Weekend in the <laughs> Arctic. <laughs> okay. Phil says, do you think we are close to the point where nominees are so tired of hearing about... Oh, I, I, oh, sorry, we're normies. I, I already read this one. I think I skipped Reticus earlier. My mistake, oh, okay. Reticus. So I'm just circling back to that. That's right. And we did Josh Allen's Hurdle. Matt, Matt Golemson, which of course is Kevin Flanagan's Streamlabs alter ego. I got to read this first. <laughs> you feel my pain now. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> thank you for supporting the show he's he's making the claim that the idw of course that i'm a part of according to these brazilian researchers that uh, that they only discuss how white and only white identity politics are bad and distract us from the real point that we sh- the real point that we should all be serving which i think you can
4: yeah matt's never Take... gonna read it because he's a jewish <laughs> shill and plant Of course. He's a Mossad plant.
0: Murdoch says, trash bags, I want trash bags, I want them, I want them. What is this gag? I don't know this one. Michu says, Matt and I once made love in Mobile, Alabama, and no one cared. (laughs)
4: What What did I call it? Mobile?
0: I think you said mobile.
4: It's the This is spelled like mobile phone. I
0: get what he's saying. I get what he's saying. Matt and I once made love in Mobile, Alabama, but no one cared because only black people saw us. I think he's making a gag about the shootings. But this is the thing, is generally attitudes toward homosexuality in the black community are uh, less tolerant.
4: Yeah.
0: Remember, like, a, a, a a big reason Prop 8 failed in California was because black and Hispanic vote against it. So if they did see us making love in Mobile, Alabama, I think they would... Not approve. I would. I don't think we should. We should. I don't think that should be our, our venue. All right, uh, <laughs> Kevin Christianberg. <laughs> uh, Kevin's. Don't forget the Steen. Christianberg Christian Steen.
3: Yeah.
0: Matt. Uh, okay, so Michael. It's Kevin Flanagan again. <clears throat> I would like to thank all of these super chatters for letting everyone know how I red pilled them on the fact that Democrats are the real racists. And Israel is our greatest ally and you should never question any aspect of historical events from the 1930s. Fair point, And correct. Uh, okay. Before we get out of here, we'll think. Oh, our, uh... I have two more. Oh, all right. All right.
4: Uh, spy V spy. Hey, there are tons of conservatives that live here in California, but I am down for trading all our commies for the people in Hong Kong. That way we yeah. can take California back. Um, Stephen Matthews, the inflating of gun statistics is because the end justifies the means. Nope, nope, nope. The means dictate the end.
0: Yes, I agree. But yeah, I mean that's that's another one of those fundamental disconnects I think we have with the left. We don't even have the common ground of what matters yeah. more, the process or the result. Which of course we talk about on this show all the time. All right. Uh, thanks to Darth Jones, Saint, and Paul Dog for supporting the show over on uh, on D Live. Thanks for tuning in over there. Let's get the hell out of here and have a good uh, Labor Day. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us tonight over the holiday weekend. And again, uh, all the best to the people on the. Uh, In the southeast with the hurricane coming in, of course, our friends in Texas. I hope all things uh, are as good as they can be, all things considered. And hopefully we we hear less of these uh, stories in the near future. Anyway, uh, thanks for keeping us in touch with the facts if you're tuning in live as well. If you're listening later on the show... Or on demand I should say either on YouTube or on one of the audio platforms thank you kindly as well for tuning in if you want to get more of the show in an audio format or other interviews that we've done like Blonde's talking about or listen back to the call in show all of that stuff's available on the website you can support the show on the website too that's mattchristiansenmedia.com in the meantime we'll be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday sorry Chuck Todd it's not meet the press it is beauty and the beta Happy Labor Day weekend, everybody.
4: Bye, guys. Good night.